start it up. What's hey, up? Girl, hey. Hey. How are you doing? I've got all my junk Did here. You just I'm call ready to me? go. <laughs> yeah, I called you because I accidentally hung up on you and I was like, Why I'm did in you the think other I would room? answer? I never answer. Because <laughs> um, I was like, 911, you're saying stuff that I want to hear. Oh, no. Well, it's all good. Would you like a cheese it? I would love a cheese it. <laughs> no, I got my uh, my crybaby sour candy. It's so good, so sour. Oh, listen, I'm potty training with sour candy. Halo is purely motivated by Cadbury chocolate eggs and trolley worms. <laughs> I fuck is it? She like it's egg, working. Dude. <laughs> Are they the little Cadbury eggs or the big ones? The little ones. I remember With when those came shells. out in high school, and I was like, "Oh, what is this? This is so fun." <laughs> you know what I was obsessed with in high school? Those Boys? Christmas gingerbread <laughs> and girls Boy, and girls. Yeah, sorry, I was like, "Fuck, girls too." <laughs> those Christmas gingerbread mother's cookies oh yeah the mother's cookies i like the chocolate chocolate ones no i just like the the ones that came out at christmas and they were gingerbread men and i would stock up and be like i'm only eating one little man a day because i want this to last and, <laughs> and it would in last february or exactly no it would last exactly a week and i'd have to go back <laughs> and see if there were any left we and each of us covenant and promise that we will not reveal any of the secrets of this Search, ponder, pray. Is this the place? Uh, <laughs> I'm so upset. No, I love that. I love how I'm like, I'll only eat one. I'm the same way. It's like, and I'm the type of person who rewards myself before I do oh, anything. Oh, yeah. I did know? so good at focusing for one minute. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, welcome to the podcast, guys. <laughs> this one is about confidence. Oh, yeah. Confidence. Confidence. Googly, goggly, confidence. I think confidence is something that comes with age for most people, right? Probably. Not me. <laughs> well, we're working on oh, it. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Actually, yeah. <laughs> You're right. What am I saying? <laughs> but I mean, I feel like I feel like there were people who were co- like confident in high school, but I feel like that could have just been fake. I, I, I'm just assuming everything in high school was bullshit. I think everything in high school was fake until you make it. Yeah. But I just feel like we should start off by like describing each other. Like I'm okay. going to describe you first. Okay, so wait. You guys- oh, yeah. Then yeah. I'll put on mute and eat some chips. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Kendra... Um, I met her in middle school and she's always been like this curvy voluptuous gal. I never have thought she's like, she was, she's, she's going to tell you that she's fat through this episode several times. I've never felt that way about her. She's got a good juicy ass. She's got big old titties, big lips that are always glossed. I am fat. (laughs) My lips were always glossed. No, even now they're always glossed. Like I love that about you. I love that about you. So your lips are always glossed. Great smile. Great big white teeth, black curly hair. I don't know what color your eyes are. I'm sorry, but they're brown. They're, brown. they're golden brown. I know that they're pretty, but I. Am I Bobby, yeah, are you yeah, they are golden. with me? Shut up, stop it. Um, and she's got, she's got very beautiful skin too, but we're, she's not a typical. She was never just a twig or anything like that, which I, I've always thought was cool. Like I dug that. Like Lindy Madden, best ass in the in the business. Uh, so, anyways, <laughs> that's. Kendra. Big booty Judy. <laughs> Big booty Judy. And now she's going to describe me. <laughs> Bobby, I met you in. Um, we met I each other at the same time. 
Mr. Roberts class. Oh yeah, hell yeah. We're gonna Shout find out Mr. Roberts. <laughs> I don't even remember. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> I yelled at her, Mr. Roberts class. So uh, I thought she was scary, <laughs> but I was in a place where I was like, I'm coming from the the rival school, and nobody's no, I want you. So I don't want you describing. I'm gonna describe you now. Okay, okay, because I was like, what? Okay, in high Bobby. school. In high school, I was just like a tomboy, whatever. She wore him shirts a lot. Him, sh- thank you for mentioning it. <laughs> Listen, we I'm just said, so funny. <laughs> no, we just said that we just said the music episode, and I'm like, I didn't even mention him. But, but I'm like, whatever. We mentioned him in every other episode. <laughs> I had to make sure. <laughs> um, I was I did not have confidence in high school, so okay. I have I have a lot of confidence now. now. Describe me now. Bobby has got the greatest tits on the internet, and she <laughs> won't show anybody. Uh, <laughs> you get you get a straight nipple every once in a while. <laughs> I saw it. I tr- I addressed it. <laughs> I love how you were like, there's definitely tits in that. And I was like, I know. I saw it. I rewound it. I saw it twice. <laughs> Everyone watched it more than once. I played like very high viewership that day. People were like, oh, my God, Bobby Alvey's up to it again. Bobby Alvey broke, broke the internet that day. Um, she is... Okay, listen to here. She's got this beautiful blonde hair, and it's always perfectly coiffed. Like, and she doesn't even try. She always shows up at my house and is like, I haven't done my hair in three days. And I'm like, fuck, like, there's no frizz. How the hell do you pull that off? uh, I mean, being messy in art form. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to embrace it. Okay, maybe it is your brand because I'm like, you're hot. Okay, and then so she's got all these curves. She's got all the confidence. She's always. Got I am. Perfect. I am overweight too. I'm very overweight. I'm not like very overweight, but I'm definitely overweight. Hey, I, I didn't interrupt you. Okay, I was oh. eating my chips. You mute. Eat your chips, okay. and I'll describe you. Oh, sorry. I'm. I'm. I'm comfortable. Okay. She's got. Thank you for muting yourself. She's always got the perfect lipstick on, and it's always the perfect shade, and it's always bold, and it's like, holy shit! How did you? How did you learn? What colors look good on you? And one time I was at her house and she put it on perfectly without a mirror. How does she do that? Her teeth are white. They're perfect. They're like flawless because of braces. Thanks. I don't know who did your. Dr. Richard Barnett. Barnett. What, what? <laughs> Thanks, Richard Barnett. I was going to guess Oldroyd, but I didn't know. And, Oldroyd um, was good, but Barnett was better. <laughs> Barnett had like the branding, I think. Um, Choo choo train decor. I hated it so yep, bad. Yep. <laughs> um. What else? She knows her style. And it is like Hot Mess Express, but like mm-hmm. in a, the most like, sexy way. All my clothes either have paint or they're like cut in some way. I've cut, I've cut yeah. them myself. <laughs> or she's made them herself. And it's like she showed up to my house with her face on her shirt one time. I was like, <laughs> this bitch knows herself and I love it. Yeah, Bobby, so you're hot. You're hot. You're hot too. So let's. Here's the thing. You are one of the many people in my life who's asked me where I get my fucking confidence from. Many? There are a lot of people asking me where How I come get I'm it from. never giving you original <laughs> questions? I'm like, hey, where's Steven Benjamin? Hey, also, how are you so confident? <laughs> because apparently, like, I, ha- I my attributes are very shining and people are like, oh, okay. Um, my confidence comes... We'll get there. Let's discuss confidence, why we lack confidence to begin with. I was okay. not confident in high school. Yeah, at no. all no i think i probably put on a show that i was um 
but I was just scary. You were just giving everybody the the that mean eye, that stink eye. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, she's gonna kick someone's ass today. <laughs> I never, Watch I out. never, never got a one fight in high school in, in any school. I never got in a fight. I, fought, I never got in a fight either. I fought Casey and Roy once. That's because they were such weepers. Yeah, they, he, Roy tried to hit me over the head with his like binder, like his those big kids one zips up, and I we kicked that we Abby kicked their asses. We're like, okay, bye. Okay, so um, I moved to Ridgefield in eighth grade, and Casey and Roy <clears throat> mowed the lawns of my <laughs> low income housing that I was at. Because Roy and lived there, right? I have no idea. Or did Casey? I don't know. But one they of them, one of them did. They were mowing the lawns, and they would like whistle at me or something because I had boobs. Okay, I actually had full woman boobs by the time I was like fourteen. Mm-hmm. So. They would like always like sexually harass me. Yeah, they would sexually <laughs> harass everybody. Yeah, so then I was like, okay, so I'm gonna go to Richfield and be hot. But then I was like, I'm scared. <laughs> you know what's funny is Casey ended up being like one of my favorite high school friends. Okay, <laughs> but we were rivals all through school. But I think it's really just because, uh, like I said, I had to channel my bullying, and they had a crush, they had a crush on me. Me, they had a crush on me and Abby so hard. Uh, Why are Casey and Roy like pinky in the brain? <laughs> no, they're like Beavis and Butthead. They look like Beavis yes, and Butthead. Yes, that's what it was. They look exactly like Beavis and Butthead. But um, one time, I remember in eighth grade, uh, Roy asked me if I shaved my pubes yet. And I said, yeah, I think about it. Or he goes, he no, he goes, are you shaving your legs yet? And I'm like, yeah, and I think about you when I do it. And he was like, Sweet. whoa. And I was like, I was like no. <laughs> <laughs> now stop talking to me. <laughs> okay, so normal society Okay, so we're we've always been curvy girls. Yeah, so, where we are. Okay, Utah. Can we talk about snow bunnies yet? Uh, sure, yeah, send it. The culture is everybody is um thin and blonde and blue-eyed. And I'm all but two, all but one of those. <laughs> Mostly thin. <laughs> How was um, I fat shamed in second grade? That's what I want to talk about. And no, no, that was very, very regularly done. Like, um, people are very concerned about your weights here. And I think it's just because we don't have anything else better to do. Like, we can't drink. We can't do drugs. <clears throat> we got to be up in everyone's business. Mm-hmm. And I also think there is a thing. Because, um, like, women are the biggest problem. But men are also an issue. Mm-hmm. But I think women are the problem because, A, they've gone through the same shit but they're perpetuating the thing you know what i mean yeah and also being fat is almost a crime around here but i yes. feel like that's i feel like that's pretty normal in normal society society you know what i mean yeah i was just reading that jillian michaels was kept commenting on lizzo's body jillian michaels gave me probably my first eating disorder because she was that uh trainer on the biggest loser biggest loser and i read all of her articles and it was like very by the way the biggest loser is the worst way to lose weight losing weight quickly like that yep so unhealthy but anyways continue you read an article that what no i just like i think that's like what made me think that i could actually like starve myself to be the body type that everybody else wanted me to be right and like with me even if i was in like if i lost a shit ton of weight i'm always gonna have big tits and an ass always and thunder yes. thighs there's yes. never gonna be a time in my life where i'm not gonna have this <clears throat> my so, one of my first boyfriends he was like 
I was like, I think I'm probably going to need a breast reduction. My mom had one when she was like in high school. She had a breast reduction. And so Who I was like, for oh, it. Your parent, get- her parents, your grandparents uh-huh. pay for it. Did your grandparents pay for that? Uh, yeah. In high school, like in the eighties. Yeah. Just cause it was uh, like, uh, no, she, she was she have, like married. medical issues. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Her breasts were like large. I think they were as large as mine are right now. And she was like a tinier frame than I was back then. Mm-hmm. So she got a breast reduction. And so I was telling this guy, I was like, I'm going to need a breast reduction. And he was like, or you could just lose weight. And I was like, I don't know if you understand like how this works, but I've had boobs for a long time. Yeah. I got my boobs in fifth grade. Like yeah. I knew they were coming. My, everyone in my, all the women in my family have huge tits, both sides. Yeah. I knew and just knew it was coming. Like it was something I was just like, okay, like I just was ready for it. And like, as far as my body's concerned, like, yes, I am overweight, but I'm also insanely strong. Yeah. <laughs> not yesterday. Not yesterday. We were all in that fucking. Well, uh, also we're getting old and I didn't want you to get arthritis in your back. Like I do, because I was, you know, like you are, like we were obstinately strong. We're just like going to do shit ourselves. I've rearranged my whole bedroom. All the just, time just when I was just a child. I, I was like hauling my yeah. furniture around. Yeah. Well, I honestly hated the culture of women need to be meek and mild and are fragile. <laughs> and it's like, I don't fit any of those. I don't, ch- I don't check any of those boxes, man. Like, I just don't. And I don't want to either because, like, what if I'm stuck under something? Do I have to wait for my husband to get home to help me? Do I have to wait for my husband to get home to fucking rearrange the house? Like, he's worked oh, yeah. all day. But also, the, first time the fact that of- I'm thinking about my husband it, when I'm seven and yeah. his work schedule. Yeah. <laughs> The first time I heard about adrenaline and how women could lift cars off of babies, I was like, oh, women can lift cars. That's all I heard. And I was like, <laughs> I'm going to be so strong. And so I, <laughs> I like tried so hard to be like the arm wrestler. Oh, and I was in, an arm wrestler too. I kicked yeah. everyone's ass. I was like, let's do it. In seventh grade, <laughs> in seventh grade band. I hope all of the boys in my seventh grade band class are listening to this because uh, I just had no idea how to flirt. <laughs> first of all i was just trying to beat everybody but instead of music that day we decided to do like leg wrestling oh i beat God. everyone in the class even the like football playing boys like all the boys were just there i was like okay who's next and they were like no thanks <laughs> but everyone set. had to like challenge me and so i beat the entire class and all i did was i would just like I would, okay, so I was flexible enough to, like, not lose. I could do the, like, Well, they're probably terrified splits. to touch your boobs. Like, they want to touch your boobs. So they want to make sure they, it wasn't obvious that they were touching your boobs sort of thing. Like, you know, leg, like. Leg well, wrestling? no, no, I know. But, like, like there was, some, there, there was like, some nervousness about sexuality. Because I've okay. had this conversation about with guys. Because Penguin has a really good wrestling team. And there was a girl wrestler. And he was like, I don't want to, like, touch her inappropriately. Oh. One of, like, the main. He's like, she beat. Of course, she beat me. I was like, Ford. She no, beat me. He's like, I, I don't want to touch her. Weird. Like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to, it don't want to be inappropriate. I think what they really didn't want to do was be beat by a girl. <laughs> because (laughs) i could do like the splits so if they if they got the upper (laughs) leg on me i could like do the splits but then engage all of my abs to like really bring them back and flip them over so i was like flipping boys the whole day (laughs) and even in college i was like one time i beat all the i could i bet i could beat all these fhe boys in leg wrestling and so i challenged everyone in fhe to leg wrestling and i nearly beat all of them that's <laughs> so like cool grown dude. Men. anyway uh, that's but i i, 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 get, I get what you're no i love that i fucking love that because i was the same way where i was like i 
A, didn't want to date because my mom was crazy. And also in their religion. <laughs> Who wants to date me with my mom? Yes. Yeah. No, seriously. Like, and in their religion, we couldn't date till we were sophomores anyways. Mm-hmm. And I also was just like, my brothers were a factor. And I just was like kind of trying to keep my head down and get through it. Like, I didn't, I didn't want that kind of attention. I liked mm-hmm. having, like, the bro attention. Like, the, like, we're bro buddies. Mm-hmm, <laughs> you know what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm. And being, like, strong and sturdy and, like, fucking people up in the halls and stuff. And, like, yeah. roughhousing. And, like, yeah, yeah. It definitely, like, it, it helped you. It helped me, like, be cool with all these guys. Like, I was, bu- I was buddies with all these guys. It, it put me in uh, the light that I wanted to be in. Because yeah. I, while I did want it to have, like, a... 16 candles situation i just knew <laughs> i just knew it was <laughs> yeah i just knew it wasn't gonna happen yeah i was like and even if it did happen and my mom found out about it like it wouldn't be worth it so yeah i think my whole motto in high school was like well boys aren't going to date me that was like my first rule yeah in i thought boys aren't gonna too. date me so what i'm going to do is try to interact as much as possible with these guy friends to mm-hmm. learn how to interact with guys so that when i go to college i'll like be very comfortable around boys but what's crazy about that, too, is that, like, I mean, now I don't care. I just stand here why I'm, like, eventually someone will be into it. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> um, when you get older, it's, like, guys don't like girls that are, like, guys. I mean, mm-hmm. some guys do, but, like, it's, mm-hmm. like, so it's, like, I learned how to be a bro. Like, I'm a bro yeah. with all my friends. Like, all my male friends, even the ones who are attracted to me, even the guys that I sleep with, we end up just being bros. Yeah. So, like it's a good thing and a bad thing because mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? you're not seen as like uh like a, a woman yeah you're seen, you're seen, like you're one seen of, as I'm like one of the guys i'm one of the guys so yeah that's... and that's a detriment in some things in some cases for sure um i think it isn't it isn't i remember because i was one of the guys with dexter and we were friends all through high school and he told me i was 19 and he was 18 and we went to a party and everyone kept saying People were coming up to me like, congratulations, Dexter said you guys are getting married. What? And I was like, what? Yeah, I was pissed because he we'd never been romantic and I was mad about that. I was mad yeah. that a lot of guys just assumed that because I never dated anyone, at the second they were just like, hey, I'm ready to settle down, I'd be down. Because everyone always said I would, would be a good wife. I was wife material, not girlfriend mm. material. Mm. I got mm. that line a lot. Fuck. Yeah, they're like. And like You're getting even, me triggered. <laughs> even Dexter was like. Like I want girlfriends and stuff, but there's things that like I like. Guys are into like respecting their wives. It's like the Madonna and the whore thing. Like you can be both as a wife. You can be the Madonna and the whore. You know. I always said that I'm a lady in the sheets and a freak in the streets. <laughs> same, dude. Same. <laughs> like I talk a lot. I talk a lot of shit, and then I get better. I'm like, so you guys want to like do my shit? <laughs> Here are my boobs. <laughs> I just honestly though, but I weed has been wonderful for our marriage, by the way. <laughs> I honestly don't think I like I've, all the guys I've slept with. I've never been like super into them. Mm. You know what I mean? I think I think once I find that guy, like that's the other thing too. Is it's like I'm not single because I'm like unattractive or like a psycho or anything. I. I'm very picky and about the personalities. Yeah. Yeah. And like also the sexual chemistry. Yes. And like the sex has just been okay throughout my life. Like there's been nothing mind blowing, you know? Yeah. So I'm just like, 
and like it's like and you're a douchebag on top of that like <laughs> oh my god once somebody opens their mouth i'm like oh you are not attractive actually oh i rem- yeah that right there anyways mm-hmm. we're getting off topic okay no we're not so-, <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about body shaming male versus female in the mormon culture and just mormon society in, in general when it comes to like mormons like women need to be covered up women oh. need women need to be modesty the- culture yeah so like a it was hard to find clothes for like, yes do you for agree boobed that? people for boobs yeah like every single one of my fucking button-up shirts no matter how big Gape. it is it gapes yeah yep or it's like it's drowning me out and i look insane yeah <laughs> um, you look like a box mm-hmm. or your boot okay Ooh. okay keep going i'm gonna get fired no, up no say what say because that's that's what, let's talk about it it sucks so bad I have boobs. They're not my fault. It's not like mm-hmm. I like am massaging these titties to make them grow. Like they just right. happen to me. So when I had to get a prom dress, I had to find something that was flattering and that fit my boob and that and looked that was modest. Flattering. Yes, and that was modest. And mm-hmm. so I took this. Uh, I went to I South Severe's. I went to South Severe's prom with the guy I had the biggest crush on. He already knows, and he's not going to listen to this because it's too many fuck words. Um, Get over it. (laughs) It's just a fucking word. (laughs) Fornication under consent of the king. Look it up. It's that's not (laughs) no. (laughs) It's a fun story though. So I'm in. I and I we went to South Severe's prom because those were my girlfriends. Those are the girlfriends that I felt comfortable in. When I moved to Richfield, I was like, I guess I'm doing guy friends now. I'm gonna learn this. Mm -hmm. Very um, autistic of me. I think. I think I overthought that. Anyway. I think everyone's overthinking in high school, honestly. <laughs> um, so I took him to South Severe's prom. I wore my same dress. I found out that one of the girl's moms was just like body shaming me about my boobs. And they were like, oh can't she put her boobs away? And I was like, my boobs are away. <laughs> like, I'm not even showing you like 10% of my breasts. No, my boobs are away. And also you're fat shaming and body shaming a child. And so, Yeah, but you weren't fat. They were just straight up. No. Thick. You weren't fat. They were judging your figure. And like, straight up. I wasn't like being immodest okay no i know i, I remember what your i didn't like looked. i remember what your prompt just looked like i remember what it looked like <laughs> so like I wasn't you weren't like, being you had sleeves on and like right like you had like a cap sleeve situation right yes and a squ- it was a square neck was that or I'm yes. a wedding dress? Um, uh both of those shapes well, okay. are very flattering on me <laughs> i think so i think i did a square neck on my wedding dress too I yeah and i don't feel like, I feel like if there was a, cle- a little bit of cleavage it was like a centimeter oh and like i was supposed to sit down and so like the camera angle was like on top not on top of me but like oh first of all it's not my fault that i have these boobs and like this this adult woman is like can't she put her tits away and i was just like mortified that people thought that I was being immodest or slutty or anything. Cause I think she'd called me a slut. Like, oh, I, I wouldn't be, I'm not even, not, that doesn't even surprise me at all. Yeah. Like there was so much of that shit going on. And like, I lived in a t-shirt and jeans because, and like, and my posture is bad to this mm-hmm. day because mm-hmm. I don't want to, I, I don't want people to think that I'm showing off my boobs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. And they're so big that it looks like that no matter what you do. Yes. No matter what my, my, the back of my, I'm going to have to get a boob reduction because my, my spine is so used to being hunched over. And anytime I, oh, so that's when it started. When I started to bend down, I didn't know. So I was like, now I just cover my cleavage. I mean, yeah, as you a shouldn't habit. Have to do that. You shouldn't I do shouldn't that. have to do that. No, fuck that. We'll, we'll get to that. Thanks, Mrs. <laughs> H from yeah, somewhere in Elsinore. Mrs. Ho. 
fat But again, home. there was a lot of... That oh, was that like, was rude of me that saying was, fat home. Honestly, I don't bring up people's weight unless I absolutely fucking despise them. Then all bets are off. <laughs> I don't even know her. I've never met the woman, so I just wanted to... You know. um, oh, sorry. But yeah, no, there was a lot of that. I didn't have a modest prom dress, and it was the first time everyone got to Saw your body? Saw my body, yeah, because I, I wore, like, boys' pants and yeah. a, a big sw- a big band shirt every day. That's like yes. that was my uniform and like a hoodie. So like my body was not shown off at all because a I hated my body mm-hmm. <laughs> and b there was there's just so much like hate on our body shape. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think some of it probably like looking back on it just from like a human standpoint, I'm sure some of it has to do with jealousy because I mean I get so much love for who I am and how beautiful I am and all this stuff. And it's like, I'm not, I don't take care of my body or anything. <laughs> so now that everyone's secure and like into building each other up, they were probably having the same thoughts in school too. Like I wish I had fucking size, fucking double D breasts in junior year. That'd be badass. You know what I mean? Body by cheese it. <laughs> but um, I also think that I'm going to tell this story because like my grandpa has a trucking company and mm. every Every uh, Christmas he gets clothes, like he gets like shirts and jackets and stuff and we all get them. And he'd always ask me and my sister, was there a big enough size for you? And my uncle Mark, who works for him, is 500 pounds and six foot five. Yes, grandpa, there are shirts that are big enough for us. Thank you for asking. And he would say that to us all the time, me and my sister. And then we would like leave and we'd both be like sad. And then we'd go grab like chips and a drink and sh- be up because I would be, we were like, you know, what, what is that called? Uh, emotionally eating or whatever. Mm-hmm. Self, self soothing. Yeah. And um, then I remember uh, my first job, my first real job. I worked at Arby's for a month, but, and also the theater, but this is, I'm calling it my first real job was the flying <laughs> F waiting tables. Because they actually paid you a wage. <laughs> No, just because I learned more and they, you know, yeah. and no, they, they paid me three fifty. I was a server. I made my own money. I learned that it was my job to make money. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, it was my personality. But, Still uh, more than the, uh, the theater. Right. But uh, Janet <clears throat> came up and she's like, hey, did you get, did you get a shirt? Cause, and I was like, yeah, Janet, I got, I was so mad at her. And then because of my grandpa. Yes. It, the reason it was why the she, trigger there. Yeah. The reason why she asked me that is because she only got two, uh, like extra larges mm-hmm. and she wanted to make sure that I got one of them because oh, she's, so nice. she's been overweight and she also sees that I have a body. Like she was like my mom in high school. I love yeah. Janet, Janet for life. I see her, I go to the, I go see her in the cemetery all the time, but uh, she, so like she wasn't shaming me right then, but yeah. I felt that. Yeah. Because, and, but, but also because of my grandpa, but also because there's so many women and they're usually the Just most making comments, the most Mormon of the women. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> making the comments yep. and trying to shut you down and drag you down and tell you that what you're doing is wrong and all this weird shit. And it's at this point in your life where they should be like, Oh my God, you look so beautiful. You're trying something yep. new. Yep. And like, even if I would do like, cause my thing was straight hair. I just get out of the shower, brush my hair out a little bit of eyeshadow and mascara. Yeah. And so like, if I would like put curlers in my hair or go, you know, do lipstick, da, 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 da people would comment it on you to a point where you would never mm-hmm. do it again. They'd yep. make sure that yep. you were not going to make yourself feel good about yep. yourself. You were That's why I don't good. wear lipstick anymore is because I wore it once in ninth grade and I was felt like people were like, Oh wow. Okay. And I was like, Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> sounds bad. So I'm not gonna do that. Well, right. And that's another <clears> thing why it's so confusing because most of the time people are like, 
really like I know about this now like you were just going off about my lipstick people fucking love when I wear lipstick mm-hmm. um so when people are like, oh, I love your lips, da, 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 I'm like, hell yeah. Da, da, da. But back in the day, I was like, I don't know if they're telling me that because they hate it. Yeah. Because everything kind of seemed like a backhand of compliment or you would, someone would say something nice to you and then you, you could hear them talking shit about you later. Yeah. Or something like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. And it always gets back to you. Right. It's a so small town. Small town, uh, modesty culture, and also just the age group we were too. Mm-hmm. But also, my grandma <clears throat> did the same thing to me because I was in uh, student council my senior year, and they um, ordered shirts and sweatshirts for the student council, mm-hmm. and I was just waiting for the call to like tell them what my size was, but they called my grandma, and my grandma just said that I was like two XL or something. I was yeah. legitimately you were, you were like a medium. I was a medium. <laughs> yeah, and so. I was like, they were like, here's your I was shirt a, and here's... I was sometimes a medium, so you were like a, probably a medium to a small. No, I was definitely... The boobs made the me... The boobs, yeah, the boobs. Uh, the boobs. Um, <clears throat> so I was like, okay, yeah. So I get this... I get issued my stuff and I was like, oh, I didn't tell you my size. And they're like, oh, we called your grandma. And so they outed my grandma. And I was like, okay, cool. So I put on this... They, it drowned me. I was so embarrassed. Yeah. And more than that... I was hurt that yeah. my grandma didn't consult me because what I would have told her, because they so they gave me a women's XL, uh-huh. which was the wrong choice, and a men's XL hoodie. And what I would have told them is a men's medium hoodie uh-huh. and a men's medium shirt. large oh. shirt okay. because of the boobs. And then I could have rolled up the sleeves like I always did as yeah. a as a secret bisexual that I didn't know that was the calling card. <laughs> I didn't know that and, <laughs> and then it would fit me right because those are the shirts that I bought. And my grandma didn't consult me. And she just, what really hurt was she labeled me fat behind well, my back. And, and we need to make something clear here. I don't think being fat's a bad thing. Now. No, but in no. this culture, it's like, it's like a scarlet letter. Yeah. Like being fat is like one of the worst things. I still know people like that. We're going to get to friendships and stuff that whatever, but, yeah. uh, be, it's not, yeah. It's like, do you see me that way? Because being seen as fat was one of the, a huge, just like, uh, it was just, it was just bad. It was just a bad thing to be. You were less than, I just, you were, you were a second class citizen if you're fat. So the fact that she saw you as a T-Rex yeah. when you were clearly a medium. Yeah. And what and, I really wanted was something that fit me because in high school I was like, trying this thing i was just like i'm not going to care about the number i know that the number doesn't make sense because different brands have different numbers like women right. like Which the brands are too. trying everyone to bring needs to me get down. on the same page yeah yeah so i was like i just want something that fits me well and flatters me and it felt hurtful that my grandma was like you know what's going to fit you well and flatter you a two x mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah we're going to cover you all the way up well i feel that way too because like i should have been just because i'm tall and i'm curvy even before I got like, you know, overweight, I, my mom wasn't helping me. I didn't have any help. So like, I'd go to a thing, I'd be in the junior section, the pants were like 
high waters. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I should have been shopping in the women's section. Mm-hmm. Like I should like people should have been like, no, do this. And my mom would be like, well, try these on. And it would be like these horrible, like mom jeans, like chic jeans. Oh, and I would Jesus. just be like, what do you, like, why? Like help, help me, help me. Yeah. And my sister was also dressing the same way. Cause my mom was crazy. She would, if we got too vain, she got jealous. She, she would bring mm-hmm. a vanity and she, mm-hmm. she broke, you know, she broke my sister's jaw over it. So we were all just kind of like, whatever. Um, but yeah, the whole like cover up your body, cover up your body, cover up your body when really this is the time to be like celebrating your body and setting good standards for girls to be like, Hey, look, yes. you show off what you need to show off boys. If you can't, this is the time we need to learn how to handle it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And also like, let's learn how to have style or, or dress. Right. right according to your personality right you know what i mean like there's so many ways that you can i'm getting very passionate about this as like i have a daughter you know yeah. what i mean so uh-huh. like i want her to know that i celebrate her as she is yeah because it doesn't feel like i got that exactly and like i even remember in high school um my friend kaylin she was an oopsie like her family her her like the next sibling is like 18 years older than her so her parents are old and she's pretty much an only child mm-hmm. and she was a redhead with freckles and she would wear orange all the time. Mm. And I was like, girl, <laughs> so like I took emerald her over. green is going to be your color. Oh, I, I got her so much emerald green or like Royal purple. Mm-hmm. And the next Dual day, she, yeah. The next day she worked school. People were like, girl. And it's like, yes, because I wish someone would have been like, yo, Bob, mm-hmm. but I still like, I even like, but I also felt like, she was like my little doll because there were, I couldn't dress myself in these clothes oh. because they weren't available to me. You know what it I mean? It was so twofold for you there. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like my, I remember I had to get pants. I had to get an outfit for speech and debates. So we were going to state <laughs> and I was sick. I, I was sick. And, um, but I had to go over my grandma's like, Hey, let's go over to Cedar. And we went to like Christensen's and I couldn't find anything that fit. And I, just like looked out the window and hid my tears and cry. I wouldn't get anything. And I, I folded my, I just acted like I was pissed mm-hmm. and I was like crying. I was mm-hmm. just like, I hate this. I hate this. I hate mm-hmm. this. So it's like, you have all that. And then you have people around you that's like, I don't know what the problem is. Just try this. Or like, they're trying to f- force their own shit on you. And it's like, I don't yes. want to look like an eight, like a seven year old grandma, a seven year old yes. woman, grandma, like, hello, yeah. what yeah. are you getting here? Look <laughs> at this. Look at this um, flowery button up jumper thing. Like <laughs> right. what? Like, even grabbing, like, a sales associate me, like, hey, my granddaughter needs help. Help this girl out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that. Do whatever we can do. We're going to make you look good. Yeah. We're going to make you look and feel good. You know, we're not going to put you out on that stage and make you look like a fool. Wow. Um, so, modesty was a huge thing. And then, like, sexuality, like, again, because of our Mormon culture, we had all these hormones running through us. But we had to be the, the ch- like, we had to have, we had to promote chastity the girls did mm-hmm. and, yeah mormon culture for sure and since modesty our bodies seem to portray sex because of the, our curves <laughs> yeah it was, it was like added added pressure Ooh, you know what you've said so many things that i'm like i'm like putting pieces together like mm-hmm. uh i've had time to think about it <laughs> <laughs> um the summer between the the three months i was at or the four months I was at middle school with you and mm-hmm. then went to high school. I was at the Richfield pool and I was flirting with this guy. Like I was just like, nobody knows me here. I'm going to flirt. Um, anyway, I like, I 
dove down and I literally like showed him my whole ass and <laughs> then dove Good. down. But what I was trying to do was show how cool I was in the pool because I was like, I'm going to dive down deep and like swim away. But thinking back, I'm like, nope, I just showed him like the whole like the whole show. Um, the last swimming suit I owned was in eighth grade. Mm. And in Pingwich, they have a pool in the school. Oh, they and, do? Yeah. And so we'd have to swim, and I would just be like, just give me the F for the day. I'm not get, I'm not putting my body in there. Like, I'm just not. Girl, that's yeah. so sad. <laughs> I know. It's, like, way sad. And the only reason why I got a swimming suit, and I got, like, the lesbian swimming suit, where it was, like, a band shirt with sleeves and shorts, was mm-hmm. because I was a nanny, and we went to Florida, and I was in the pool in jeans with this two-year-old. Like, I mean, I have to, obviously we weren't getting deep, but it was hot and humid i was in full jeans yeah roll, rolled up playing with this kid and my boss was like why don't you own a swimming suit like you need to get a swimming suit you need to go swimming with him every week and so like i was forced into it wow <laughs> but i hated every second of it i was like my legs are fat da, 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 da. and yep. like yeah I, I even went out and met up with some of my guy friends today and i had shorts on it and then i put on a dress and then i was like no, I don't want him to see my legs. Even today, like I have, I have, I have moments of that where I don't have confidence. Like that, everyone does. Today, I tried showing my skin, so I wore a tank top and shorts that uh-huh. were biker shorts outside to get Hell my hair yeah, cut. Girl, and I was like, it. my hairstylist was like, "You look so cute," and I was like, "Thank you." Um, I feel very I uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't feel comfortable in this, but I am trying to um, be myself and show my skin. I'm actually, yeah, I'd love that. And when you came over yesterday, you looked cute too. You were wearing like, uh, you, you were wearing a sleeveless shirt, right? And it was I've way been, cute. Yeah, I've been trying to do the sleeveless thing for a minute. <laughs> well, and I was like so disappointed in myself today too because it's like these are two boys that love me. They've stated that they love. They like. They're like you're. You are my friend, and I love yes, you. Yes. Yeah. They don't and, care. And they're yeah. Like Zaid loves my curves. He's always like, don't wear a bra when you come over. He always tells me that. <laughs> Or I have this like killer jumpsuit and like he and I video chat all the time and he's like, and I was like, here, here's it, here it is. And he's like, okay, now take off your bra. Let's see how it looks. I want to go jumpsuit shopping with you. And also I want to make some, like I got a sewing machine and I want to buy this pattern I found on Etsy for plus girl, plus size girls, like bomber uh-huh. jumpsuits. Cool. I think we would look so bitching in them. I'm down. I'm so Like down. for when we I'm... do live shows, we should just wear these bitching. With like hills and stuff. Yes. Yeah. I'm down. Dress it up. Watch out for our live shows because this is going to be big. And we're going to do live shows whether you like it or not. We'll yeah, just rent out theater. And no, just... they want us to. <laughs> no, but um, um, uh, and then the other one, his name's Ryan. He's, he like loves me for me. He has a, he has a fiance. Like there's nothing. So it's like, why do I, why am I worried about showing off my body to some, like what they think about my legs to people? I'm not someone who already sexually accepts me. And the other one who's yeah. like not even on, he's just one of my buddies, you know? Yeah. And it's like, and they accept me. They've always accepted me in my highs and my lows. They were, I worked with them when I tried to kill myself. Like they know the dark side of Bobby. Yeah. (laughs) So like they accept me. And like the fact that I changed my outfit because I was like, nope, I don't want, I don't want people to see my legs. I hate that about myself that I'm still like that. But this comes from the, where we were raised and how we were raised. Yeah. And the time frame, because we were just coming out of like the nineties were like the, you had to be like heroin chic back then. Like you had yeah. to be like mm-hmm. really thin. Like look at Kate look Moss. at pictures of like Drew Barrymore, who is a curvy woman yeah. naturally, mm-hmm. and she was just lithe, man. She was just like yeah, but she they, they she got called fat all the time in the nineties. 
Yeah. And she wasn't. She was just like so. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, But yeah, like the Kate Moss, the yeah, like the the anorexia thing and stuff. Yes. And that also made me hate skinny girls, unfortunately. But I got really lucky because I went when I went to culinary school, I was too young to wait tables, which I waited tables in high school, which also helped my confidence. Um, Mm -hmm. Because like waiting tables when you're a big girl, my mom straight up said to me, I can't wait tables. I'm too fat. And no, like she said that about herself because I remember her being like, I'm so broke. I'm so broke. I'm so broke. And I'm like, mom, go get it. Go get a job waiting tables. Like I do it mm-hmm. all like in high school. And she's like, no, I'm too fat. And I'm like, mom, we're pretty much the same person. Like, what do you mean? Like if I can yeah. do it, you can do it. <laughs> and like in Denny's, there was a big girl that she was older and we would all, we, we would request her every time we went, went after shows and we tipped her so much money and like, we loved her. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was just like, whatever, you're stupid. But, um, what was I saying? You were talking about the world we lived in, like the tw- 2000s. And oh, like, right. Yeah. So when I moved to culinary school, I was too young to wait tables in Arizona. And so I went and got a job at a clothing store. And again, I'm so very grateful that I had this time because I was the big girl there. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were all shapes and sizes. Like my friend Laura, she's a British girl. No, no tits, huge ass. She's mm. teeny. She's teeny too. But, like, she was, like, dating, like, the guys on the Suns team. Like, <laughs> like they, like, loved her ass. And then, like, I had, like, girls who would cry because they're, like, I can't put weight on. I'm so skinny. These I look like a hanger. Like, these clothes are just hanging off my body. Oh, yeah. And I remember seeing that they had just the exact same stress that I did. You know what I mean? But just for different, the opposite side of the spectrum, yeah. Yeah, because they're like, they're like, I can't fill out this shirt. It's a size extra small, and my tits won't fill out. It looks like I have concave breasts, and I'm like, I can't fit into this because my tits are so huge. And they're like, what a problem to have, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, the the amount of girls that would trade me boobs or like donate, (laughs) I have to donate some boobs to them was astronomical. Yeah, everyone's like, give me some. I'm like, well, there's enough for all of us. (laughs) I would. Let's all combine our boobs and then communism all of our boobs around then we'll all have the same size tits and be happy but this is kind of like where my evolution i was very still self-conscious but like i was able in this job to like everyone would come grab me if there was a big girl they're like well, let's because it uh, like i was very vocal about how like it's not comfortable to shop when you're a big girl like yeah. it's just not and like Good having a uh, having like a double zero petite helping you pick out clothes because we had to do it that was part of the job we had to help people mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it spooks you you know what i mean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i w- it was kind of like my duty to like because like even laura who i was just talking about she's like my mom's here she's like she's bigger she's in the dressing room just crying her eyes out she's like would you please go talk to her and i was like of course mm-hmm. you know what i mean and she, mm-hmm. by the end of it she was happy we were hugging like da, 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 da. so it's just like to have that understanding and i was so grateful to grasp the understanding with all the skinny girls that i worked with early Otherwise, it would have been a terrible experience. You know what I mean? Yeah. Honestly, like, when I go shopping for clothes, it always ends in tears. And I this is why I don't have any style, Bobby, because I'm so grateful that you did have that uh, experience. Yeah. Because I always feel uncomfortable in clothing stores. I never accept help from people that are other sizes than me, which is mm-hmm. a lot of people that work yeah. in clothing stores. Right. And nothing fits me right and or nothing's my style. And, like... I'm tr- I'm trying really hard to figure out what looks good on me and I get defeated immediately. Right. Mm-hmm. So like 
I also, yeah, no, I know what you mean. It's it's hard. And like, I was also in culinary school. I was trying to stay in my high school clothes because I was poor. Oh, I was yeah. broke. And I was going yep. to culinary school. Yep. <laughs> so it's not a freshman 15. It's a freshman 50. Okay. And also like, listen, when you are in high school, you're still a child. Yep. Like your body is going to grow out of your high mm-hmm. school size. Yeah. Well, and and if it's it not- doesn't, you're probably starving yourself. Right. And it's like the only money I was spending clothes on was the clothes I had to buy at work. Like I was making a hundred dollars a week. Mm-hmm. Like I, and I lived, I was either in at work mm-hmm. or in my chef uniform at school. And sometimes we'd go out, like sometimes I'd go out with like the girls at work or at school and I would be like muffin top central. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, and it was like this. And then I, and then I hated myself even more. Cause it's like, I remember we went to like a hockey game and the, re- the way we got the tickets was this one of my friends was flirting with like the rep- one of the reporters so he gave us all free tickets and we were on the jumbotron and I, if i would have been wearing clothes that fit i would have looked good but since i wasn't it was yeah. like t- a roll of tits my f- top roll my bottom roll and i'm just yeah. like and at that point i didn't know about in high school or people hair. would make fun of girls like that like and say that they look like a busted can of biscuits which is cruel i think yeah, that is to really compare rude. somebody like that and like and but just I also like feel like I also feel out. like I feel like this is something that like their dad has said to their sister, so mm-hmm. they just think it's okay. It's like a, I feel like it's a very learned thing, because mm-hmm. I remember sitting next to Mike Costa in health class, and Coach Clark was like, "Draw yourself," <laughs> and I drew drew myself just how I described with the roll as boobs, roll top roll bottom roll, <laughs> and I wrote no effects mm-hmm. on the shirt. And Mike was like, what are you <laughs> do-? "He's like, well, he's like, what are you doing?" I'm like, "That's what I look like." He's like, "Okay." And he just like ignored me. He was just like, whatever. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah. He's like, what is that? And I'm like, that's what I look like. He, and he just was like, whatever. Like, he didn't know how to oh, tell wow. me like, Bobby, you're like, cause he you thought don't look he, like that. He probably thought if he would have been like, you're cute. I would have been like, Mike Costa loves me, which I totally would have. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Costa could not talk to me. Oh, we sat by each other in dance class and, uh, I could like put my head between my knees. Uh huh. He had did, and he wasn't the stretching. He wasn't flexible. Jake wasn't either. <laughs> no boys were flexible, by the way. And yeah, so when they I couldn't was extend their that, leg like, all the way. Yeah, he was like, "How do you do that?" And I, <laughs> if he would have said like something like, "Wow, that's hot," I would have been like, "Oh, we're getting married." <laughs> yep, marriage planning it. <laughs> but um, so I mean, we could. Do you want to just talk about the evolution of my confidence? Shall we? Uh yeah yeah i want to i want to hear it i'll i want to talk about mine too it's not as great of a journey do you want to go first or what does it matter um i'm gonna go i'm just gonna go i'll I'll go because it'll be shorter and then you can go okay, Okay. okay first of all i uh had no confidence i I would look in the mirror and I would say, I'm cute. I'm beautiful. But every time I would go outside my front door, I would think nobody thinks that I'm worth anything. And so. Did you think that um, people were looking at you and being like, just like looking at you and judging you too? Yeah. Did you feel that way? Yeah. And also like, um, after I got home from my mission, I. I served had... an LDS mission, <laughs> Chicago Southside. <laughs> the fact that it's you saying the details every time. <laughs> Um, I, I know, okay. I'm recently like, as in like 
between last time we recorded and this time recorded, somebody reached out to me and was like, you have all the signs of PCOS and polycystic ovarian syndrome. Oh, okay. Um, hard to lose weight, uh, facial hair or unwanted hair, like masculine hair, um, acne, somebody who I share a lot of similarities with. And so she was like, she was like, if you have PCOS. Oh, so she's trying to like help, help you, but also. Yeah. Okay. Continue. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, So she was just saying, if you have PCOS, it would be eerily scary that we would be like this similar which we really are that similar and so i looked it up and i was like oh you know what i really can't get rid of my um facial hair it's really hard for me to get rid of my facial hair i've gone through laser hair removal several times you're and also a latina several times. You're, you're a latina no listen girl i've got a fucking beard oh, okay i've got a beard <laughs> i could be the stinging woman off of uh this is me. Look out, because here I come. I I um, I have gone through several rounds of laser hair removal, and it keeps coming back. And uh, cystic acne. And so when before I got married, even when I got married, up until last year, I've had adult acne. And all I could, all I thought was that when people would see me, they would think you're fat and you have acne. And so I didn't think that I was very self worth. I have a lot of self-worth but it's so, it's so weird to me that you're telling me you have acne and facial hair because I literally have never noticed that i shave literally every day you shave your face i shave my face too and uh <laughs> i day. only got my cystic acne or my adult acne fixed during the pandemic how did you get it fixed i started using retin-a adapalene is that like is that like different? A, is that like Accutane? It's not. It's um, it's like tretinoin. It's it's a facial cream. That, oh, okay, it's a cream. It's not a pill. Yeah, and um, it really has worked. So I've been an esthetician for six years, and I did not know how to address my own acne. I've struggled with so many different products, bought so many different things, and this is the only thing that's worked. That's so I've I've also really always had such like care and consideration for people with bad like i'm gonna say bad skin i'm just gonna say it whatever uh because my sister and my brother had it really bad and i never have Mm -hmm. and i've always felt like so grateful for that because Mm -hmm. i see like my sister wasn't like it's painful her Mm -hmm. her her, their acne was painful yes it is painful yeah and like every once in a while i'll get one of those that's like a blinds it and like my whole face of like the whole shape of my face changes like i'll get one of those like every once in a while yeah but like yeah having bad skin is such a child no one needs to hear about it they know no you know what i mean (laughs) we have mirrors um so it was literally okay and so like maybe a year and a half ago i started a secret instagram where i posted like sexually vulnerable pictures of myself and nobody followed my account and i didn't follow anyone's account and it was was under a different it was private it was like locked down and it was just for me because I saw people like looking like a bad bitch. And I was like, I want to be a bad bitch. Like I admire this Instagram, even if it's got the selfie like filters on it or whatever. I want to look at myself and say I'm hot. So I started this little Instagram experiment and it only lasted a few months before I was like, I do feel better about myself. Yeah, It, it, doesn't, so, take that, it doesn't take that long. No. And like. 
I've I've never had my weight under control, you know, and like under control. I'm I'm using that like because it's almost like we're scared to talk about it. We don't even know yeah. how to talk about it, and we're scared yeah. to talk about it, and yeah. we don't want to bring it up, and we don't bring yeah. light to it. But it's also a thing, and also like it's our culture. Talking about it, I don't want other people to talk about it. Like I don't want other people to start talking about my boobs. I just like just leave my boobs and Bobby I, body alone. I love that you're like don't talk about my boobs. I'm like. Boobs are for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think my journey into confidence has just been very recent. It's been centered around more of a body neutrality instead of a mm-hmm. body positive body positivity movement. I've just accepted my body for what it is. I started talking really grateful things like I'm grateful it functions the way it functions. I'm grateful to have you know, movement and ability and be alive. And just those basic things have helped me start dressing my body the way I want to be dressed. And so that's where the confidence started was just recently. And I have noticed it. I want to give you such good props. Cause like, I feel like every time I talk to you, you have more and more confidence. And it's I because like, you keep yelling at me. Oh, I do. I yell at her <laughs> all the time, guys. Like she's like, uh, and this is and I'm like shut the fuck up I don't want to hear this nonsense about my friend even if it's coming out of my friend's mouth shut up you're talking shit stop <laughs> yeah I can tell you this podcast has helped me a lot with the confidence and it's for the dumbest reasons because the first time we recorded the episode that's I mean it's long gone by now it yeah. was not very good but we, we weren't were on our, s- we weren't on our shit <laughs> yeah uh, I asked you like was high school as bad for you as it was for me because I had an awful time and you were like all I remember is that we loved you and um here comes the every time she brings it up she cries guys <laughs> it must have been a lot <laughs> it really did mean a lot I I felt like I was um I think it just made me realize like my whole experience was just built around some really deep trauma that I've been working through and, and hating yourself. You were, you missed out on things because you were hating, you're too busy hating yourself to yeah. live in the moment. Yeah. Thank totally. you. So totally. thank you. Like, so like our first episode has really um, been the catalyst of me being like, that was my brain and it's not true. Like yeah, my insecurities are not true. Yeah. Yes. Um, I, honestly the fact that you didn't have a good time at rhs bumps me the hell out because like i said like we all fucking loved you dude <laughs> like we and we all do still like when i was like when i hit up lindy and i was like hey kendra's a mark like she's a get her marketing degree do you want it? she's like fuck yes i love that bitch bring her on you know what i mean <laughs> so like all i wanted was people to say i love you <laughs> yeah but like were you saying that to people yes were you i i maybe feel that's like I feel like I've always been everybody else's cheerleader and never received the same. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess that's fair. Yeah. I think that could, that maybe you have a chip on your shoulder about that a little bit though. Just if yeah, I'm just being real with you. You know what I mean? Because like, I remember always being like, fuck yeah, Kendra, do you girl? You know? Like we talked about this a million times, even when we went on your mission and I wasn't even like a member. I was like, fuck yeah, send it girl. I see down here you you have like a fake it, fake it till you make it. Uh-huh. I was faking it a lot. I was like, I suck at public singing so if anybody's gonna ask me to sing in public i'm gonna do it because it's gonna help me grow like that is all that i was trying to do i had no confidence i was like 
this is going to help me learn how to well, have it. Honestly, like, that's really cool of you because I did the same thing. I'm very shy. Yeah. Uh, I don't you, know that I know that side of you. No, like, no one does because I told myself I'm not going to be fucking shy. And also, it wasn't allowed. It wasn't allowed in my house. Mm, yeah, to you be have like a boisterous family. Yeah, we have a very, we're all like artistic and everyone's musical except for me. And like, we all like, we brawl. We're pretty good at brawling. So, um, but that's also, I mean, that's the beginning of my confidence journey. I wasn't confident in my body or my sexuality, but I was very confident in my mind from a very early age. Mm. And like, also just like my strength. And I also had uh, like, the fa- family was initially very good for my confidence and then eventually horrible. Dead people, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? So sometimes I'm just like, thanks grandma. <laughs> I know. Right. Cause the memories come back. Like you don't look good in that dress. And I'm like, thanks grandma. <laughs> Dude, Continue with your, <laughs> no, like about. when I was a nanny, uh, I got dressed up cause I was going to a, sh- a comedy show and I was wearing like stilettos and like, I was totally covered. I was wearing skinny, skinny jeans. I was wearing blue skinny jeans. <laughs> um, these really cute uh, closed toed stilettos. They were high. They were like four inches. Mm-hmm. They were like brown. And I was wearing a purple long sleeve shirt and then like a long sweat brown sweater over it. <laughs> and it like showed off. It was like tight. So it showed off my curves and stuff. Oh yeah. But I wasn't showing any of my body off. And I walked downstairs. I was like, how do I look, guys? And my boss goes, it looks like you really love yourself. <sighs> and guess what I did? I went upstairs and I changed. changed. Yep. Changed into a Star Wars shirt and some chucks, which is, you know, where I'm comfortable with. Yeah. But uh, there was a lot of Got that. the audacity of these assholes. <laughs> exactly. So I had uh, high school was very, like, I was confident for nothing to do with, like, my body my confidence was i knew more about music than the average person <laughs> and i was still an do <laughs> yeah and i was an alvi so it's just like i had my confidence there like i knew where my strengths were i tried to hide my body as much as possible a lot of the guys when you look back on it they wanted they wanted me to come out and play but i just wasn't having it and <laughs> my brothers are and maybe this is just a brother thing they were really good at calling me gross all the time. Like I was, everything I did yeah, was gross. That's a, that's a brother thing. I think it's a brother thing, but I don't think it's a good thing. Brothers shouldn't do no. that. Like nope. if you're you a brother, to, stop doing that. Yeah. You don't need to tell your sister she's sexy, but being do like, do not tell her she's sexy. Don't tell her. But like if your sister has a bodily, like I remember like I would take a shit and my brother would run in and be like, gross. And it's just like, so what? Should I hold my poo to not offend you? Like, girl, shit. That's reality. Mm-hmm, get get mm-hmm. in touch with reality. You have two sisters. This is good for you. You're going to learn about life. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I had very, like, I always covered myself up. I never dated. I didn't think anyone wanted to date me because I was gross. Um, I didn't think, like, I, the reason why people weren't trying to date me in school, too, is my brothers, again, terrifying. <laughs> my brothers were scary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I got called intimidating a lot by people my our own age and then by guys who were like a decade older than me. I remember my brother's friend Adam told me when I was like 16 that I was intimidating and he was 26. Whoa. And I took that personally. Mm-hmm. Um, now I don't give a fuck. I'm like, that's your problem. You know, deal with it. Especially because I remember being like, I need to soften up. But I'm like, I'm not doing anything too aggressive. Like, I'm not okay, is doing that a, anything intimidating. Is that a trick then? People are like trying to like 
tell you something to make you change so that they can wiggle their way in? Like, were they saying you were intimidating, but actually saying that you were hot? I think that's a tactic that's used a lot on women in general, especially in the early 2000s with mystery and uh, the gaslighting started and our generation uh-huh. started gaslighting. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like, so I think there's a lot of like, you got to build them down, break them down to build them up sort of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely some of that. Yeah. It's toxic and guys and girls both do it. Like I've done it before and I shouldn't do it. You shouldn't do it. It's shitty. <laughs> I haven't really? done it in like a decade, but like, you know, it, when yeah. it happens, it happened to me. We're going to talk about it. it happened to me over my well, birthday. And that's what was modeled in like the TV shows we were watching is like, that's where we learned everything was like from bring it on and whatever the fuck we were watching. <laughs> Not another teen movie. Yeah. <laughs> yep. No. And that's true too. And there was a lot of like, I mean, it's coming out in the media now, how like Britney Spears, Anna Nicole Smith, even Christina Aguilera, like Christina Aguilera was people called her gross and she totally embraced it, which I dug. And I was like, you, you are gross, but like, whatever, (laughs) you're not making a liar out of anyone. Like (laughs) she went from not being gross to being like, okay, if you're going to call me a dirty, gross girl, here I go. Dirty. (laughs) Yeah. Um, People were shitty to women. People have been shitty to women a lot. Yeah. So, and then I had the whole thing with the family, you know, but what really changed for me is I had the, the culinary school experience where also, when I was in high school, my sister told me that I had a beard. And even when I don't, like, I, I have hair I have hair on my face. Because mm. you're, you're an esthetician. That's normal. Yeah, it's right? normal. Is that why you were defensive when I was like, I have a beard? And, I, and you were like, no, you no, don't. You and I was don't. like, actually, I actually do. <laughs> well, no, but, like, I don't. Yeah, because, like, my sister told me, she's like, you have hair on your face. You have a beard. No guy's going to want to kiss you. Ew. And it was like that soft baby hair, which even now it grows back. But I would nair my face every week. And I have, I have beautiful skin, but it's really sensitive mm-hmm. and I would have a beard shaped redness yep. for like three days <laughs> and I'd have to cover it up with heavy makeup mm-hmm. and it burns. Mm-hmm. And now I have all this weird hair. Like it's not like weird. It's, you know, you, I mean, you're an esthetician. I need to tell you, but like when you remove your hair, it grows back like funky, right? Sometimes, like, yeah. like all, like, like all over the place. It can damage the follicle and then make it be disarrayed. Yeah. Yep. And like the older you get too, obviously, but like that's why all of our brows suck <laughs> because we tweeze the shit out of them, and now they're they're like just eh. start. They're just like help me. Um, but I there were certain things like that that my sister would tell me. Like I would sh- uh, I shaved my arms because she said they were too hairy. Um, and then I <laughs> the times that I got shamed for my arm hair in seminary. Oh my Fuck God. you guys. Right. Fuck all of you. And I think what really ended up changing me is I, uh, my best friend in culinary school, her name's Melissa. Hey, Mel- we called her Missy. Hey, Missy. <laughs> uh, she was a bigger girl and she had hair. She had, she was a hairy girl and mm-hmm. she had really hairy arms, but she was okay with herself. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And yeah, I, I didn't shave my arms. I just started wearing long sleeve shirts and the guy that did it. I still really like the guy because he was like, he's still my friend. But he really made me feel shitty. I didn't mean to say fuck you because I actually like you. No, but like fuck but you, you for that moment. Like, I don't think yeah. fuck you is bad. I don't, whatever. It's it's whatever because it's you like, really hurt my feelings, bro. And I started wearing long sleeves because of you. And he probably was like didn't know how to like hit on you. So he like it's like build break him down to build him up sort of thing. <laughs> but um, I remember kind of just constantly hinting that she needed to get rid of her body hair. 
and I hate oh, that about myself. And because then day, you were, it was a learned thing. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I thought I was helping her. And so one day she came and she, her, like her mustache was gone and her arms were shaved because we were all sitting there. I'm like, oh, I need to nair my face. My face is getting so hairy. I like said that, like I would say stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, clearly she has a mustache and stuff, but she was fine with it. I don't know. Maybe I helped her. I have no idea what I did, <clears throat> but I was just like, I hated myself because she was so fucking cool. She was the yeah. coolest chick on the planet. She like remembered my birthday. She like always was checking in on me. Like we, we partnered up every single class. Like she was seriously like my best friend. We both were obsessed with Dane cook. Mm -hmm. And I just remember constantly judging her because, and I remember thinking like, I'm so glad I'm not as big as her. I'm so glad I'm not as big as her. You know what I mean? Yeah. And her best friend was a, a hot, bigger girl too. She's a blonde and she's tall and she's, she's bigger. But like part of me was like, happy to be around these girls and another part of me is like cool all the fat girls are hurting together you know what i mean like i'm hating yeah. on my own self yep yep and yep. so i started it's... to be i started to become aware of these like negative feelings i was having about people that i just fucking loved she gave me the most unconditional love and i hear i am judging her all day long mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I, ha- I hated that about myself mm-hmm. so it kind of helped me open up that door and then we had the clothing like the clothing store thing and then i went out and did comedy in baltimore and I'm sure I've told this story before, but I would always, I was a girl that would make fun of myself before anyone else could. I would throw the first, the first joke. Like I'd I'd mention my weight before anyone else could. Yeah. That's not like original to you, girl. They made a whole movie with fat Amy because of that. (laughs) Well, right. That's all of us, right? It's all like, oh no, I'm so fat. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'll go if I can fit in the car or like, if only I wasn't so (laughs) fat. Like, but it was, it was a way of taking control quickly. So it's just like, guess what? You can't bring me down. I'll bring, I, I'll do it myself, you know? But Tommy Simbazo, one of the best comics in Baltimore, said, what are you doing? He asked me that one day. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he goes, you're always talking shit about yourself. He's like, you look stupid. He's like, you are clearly a beautiful girl. Mm. And um, I was he like. He shamed you. Well, no, but he like, he like pulled me aside. He did it in the best way possible. Shamed but straight. He's, <laughs> yeah. But he was like. And I'm like, I, I'm like, thank, I'm like, cool. I got a cool face. I'm like, I'm fat though. He's like, you've got it in all the right spots. He's like, there's really nothing wrong with your body. He's like, you are a 10 here. He's like, so the fact that you're constantly talking about how ugly and gross you are, he's like, it seems like you're fishing for compliments because you're none of that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and you just need to stop doing it. Wow. <laughs> and, I, and I was just like, okay. Like, and like, I mean, obviously I think he did. Well, it, you like, didn't believe him. Right. Um, I was I felt good and bad. You yeah. know what I mean? It felt like it felt was like he just, did he just put a mirror in front of you and be like, stop, this is exactly how you're being perceived. Yeah. And like, I call him my brother, my Baltimore brother, because oh. I, I wish Zach would have been like that. Cause mm-hmm. he, him and Zach remind me a lot of, of each other. They're like really good at what they do. They've got their own style. Everyone loves them. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the old Zach, yeah. <laughs> you know, Zach in his heyday. Um, but I wish, <laughs> I wish Zach would have pulled me aside. and been like, Bobby, you are my little sister and you are cute. Like, stop it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I do that with my friend. I do that with you. you know, uh, for like, the record, Sharon also says that you were hot. So oh, yeah, I know. Hey, Sharon, what's up girl? We'll let you do it. I love her. <laughs> She's like, Jake, so hot. Also Bobby, so hot. <laughs> Like, yeah, everyone's so attractive and we just all didn't tell each other. Didn't I tell you she tried to hook me up with her brother-in-law? Oh. She, she's like, I, she, let's, let me hook you up. I'm like, I'm not a Mormon. She's like, he's not, I don't think he was either. She's like, it's not a big deal. She's like, we're like, 
you know, rambunctious. She's like, I think you'd be fun. And I'm like, I'm not. And I don't want to get set up. Thank you. <laughs> and, uh, oh, sorry. Sharon's literally the um, bad bitch. I love her. She's reason so great. that I've opened my mind to a lot of liberal issues that I was like, she's so right. And she has such a way about her, too, that mm-hmm. she's not aggressive about it at all. And it, she's a Gemini, which I just found out and like <laughs> of course she it's is. gemini season right now so i, I love <laughs> i have so many gemini's today's actually Susanna's birthday happy birthday Susanna! Oh, yeah. <laughs> um so what was i saying <laughs> sorry he uh you wish that he was like oh, she's not that yeah okay um so that that opened my eyes and then um i actually ruined a lot of potential relationships by thinking the guy didn't want to be with me because i was fat Mm. like i wanted the relationship to happen like that and then when it didn't i was like is it because i'm fat you don't like me because i'm fat huh and he's like mm. no and then like that's a weird situation for anybody to be in yeah <laughs> you know what i mean and i only I, I only recently stopped doing that <laughs> it is 2021 right it's time to stop doing that yeah yeah i stopped doing it like five years ago Good for um you. but like but that is a thing i have in my head is it's like oh you just don't want a fat girlfriend you like me. You talk to me every day, all day, every day. Yeah. We can hook up, but you don't want to date me. And is it because I'm fat? And I think sometimes that was the case. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not going to say that I was all crazy. Like, so, I mean, I no. was crazy, but it wasn't all craziness. Yeah. Um, so there was that. And then um, I came home and I went through my whole, you know, mental health uh, episode you can listen to where I like started smoking the weed. And then um, one of my friends from high school, her name's Caitlin Josie. <laughs> uh, she's my best friend. And she was on the cheerleading squad. Uh, she was always wearing tank tops with like, you know, she was it's like, she was, she was never modest or anything like that. She shut off her body. She tanned. She hair nails were always done. Her hair was always done. And she was about 350 pounds. And. Ooh, she hot. She's hot. As, she's hot. She's, she's taller than me. But like in high school, she was probably like 280. You know, she was always like a big girl. She's a big girl mm. now. Mm-hmm. And, um. But she I was never saying fucked. 180 or 280? 280. She was 280 in high school. I always get those numbers mixed up for some reason. I'm I'm ballparking it. She was like she was she was a big girl, but she, again cheerleader, like she didn't give no fucks. And Good she was her. she was always so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And we were friends in high school, just like high school friends. Like we were like buddies, but we never hung out or anything. And then I moved back to Panguitch. And this was like when I was at the height of my Facebook social media thing where everyone was like all about me. People that I didn't know were like, or barely knew I was getting to know and stuff. Like I got to know like my whole dad's whole side of the family and stuff. So I started with all of her and her whole family on Facebook. And I posted a status that I was back in Panguage and her little sister was like, come over, bitch. And I was like, when I moved back, I was like, I'm going to start saying yes to things. <gasps> that's and- another thing that helped me was like, I'm not going to say no. I'm going to say yeah. yes. That's why, that's why we're doing this podcast is because yeah. I'm, like, I'm going to say yes. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Me, me too. Yeah. And uh, so I, she's like, come over. And I was like, okay, hey, like on the drive down, I told myself, start saying yes to things. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, hey, I went over and the rest is kind of history. Like Caitlin and I took right up from like our high school days, but we like really, she wouldn't let me be insecure. She would not allow it. And I, I talked to her about this last week and I'm like, you're seriously like such an inspiration to me. And she's like, that's the hugest compliment ever because she's like, you have like so much confidence. And stuff. I'm like, I got it from you. She's like, I didn't know I had it, but oh. she's, she wouldn't let me be shame, ashamed of myself. Yeah. Like, 
she made me take off my pants right when I got into the house. <laughs> so, and her whole, her house was full of her whole family, but she was like, take off your pants. We're taking, we're, we're not wearing, we're not wearing pants today. So I would take, we would just like not wear pants in the house. And wow. honestly, for me, that's unheard of. You know what I mean? I just gave you that whole spiel about my legs and see, like yeah. <laughs> Zahida and yeah. fucking Ryan seeing like half of my ankle or whatever. Yeah. So the fact that I'm walking around without pants on with these women who are beautiful, all of her sisters, they're all, they're, they're, they're Norwegian. They're all beautiful, you know? And the, her sisters were skinny minis. They still are. Um, but we were all just like very caring and open and free with each other. Like, like not, like not, not sexually. We were just like, no. Yeah. Like I would sleep Accepting. with her. Yeah. I would sleep with her in a bed, in her bed, which was a first thing for me too. And like, um, we all went swimming cause we would go swimming every Sunday. She like required it. So I had to get a swimming suit for that. Um, <laughs> and then like my swimming suits got hotter and hotter and hotter. Like I took, I finally got rid of the shorts and got like a one piece and Ooh. you know what I mean? Like that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, she's, she's in a bikini she don't give no fucks and i love that about her because she's like i'm not here for anyone but me you know what i mean that's her attitude so like we would go swimming and then she'd be like okay we're gonna shower because there was like a there was a three the three head head shower where we were and and i was like okay i'll wait she's like no you're not come with us i don't want to wait for you to shower so we all showered together again unheard of i was so uncomfortable yeah Yeah. i was so uncomfortable (laughs) but she was just like nope come on alvi you're doing it and wow she just gave you wings yeah she was just like this is what we're doing like this is your body it is your body well i i think she was kind of also i think her mentality was like quit wasting our time being uncomfortable like Mm -hmm. we accept you just come fucking come on you know what i mean so you're kind of like a missionary because you've learned these ways and then you've just like hammered them into my brain the last six months yeah like everybody's brain because caitlin was so important to me and like even like when we're driving like i didn't like to be touched she's brought out so many things like when we were driving she knows that about me she knows i don't like to be touched so she will just like pet my hair while we're driving and it's just very there's again nothing sexual about it no yeah she did tell me the recently though she's like i'm so in love with you alvi she's like i thought that it was sexual because i love you so much oh <laughs> she's like it's i just like i had like a six-month thing where i thought i just wanted to put my dick in you she's like but it's just because like i just i, I, I love you genuinely love you yeah, yeah she's like i just fucking love you and for some reason i thought it was sexual and she's like but it's not that's just how deep i love you i have so <laughs> many friendships like that that i must i'm just like i just genuinely i think mm, it was hard for me to figure out my sexuality because I would just be in love with so many people, but then like, right. yeah, sexually, like, no, no, no. You know. Well, what I, mean? I also think like a lot of people are like this um, in our culture because uh, they're not emotionally mature because that's just not a thing we do as, Mor- as Mormons. Yeah. Um. So like even <laughs> like I remember having a bunch of guy friends in high school and everyone in town was thinking that I was sleeping with them sleeping because with why would them. a guy yep. why would a guy and a girl hang out? yep you know what i mean yeah so there and there was stuff like that like i hated that shit and um caitlin didn't start everything like i started wearing lipstick the first day i wore lipstick thank god <laughs> i ran into louis leach he's my grandpa's age i he told his, his he told his grandchildren that i was his mistress once it was hilarious <laughs> but uh <laughs> i wore i just bought like a, a dollar stick of um oh it was wet and wild lip liner and it was bright red and um I put it on and then he came into the flying M where I was working and he's like, Hey Marilyn, how you doing today? Ooh. And I was like, okay, I'm sold. <laughs> but Can I like, tell you a Marilyn thing to, that happened to me 
Mm-hmm. We were in dance class and we were watching a thing on Marilyn Monroe and they said her mer- measurements and those were my measurements. And for one second, I was like, that's me. I that's could be me. like a sex symbol. And all the girls were like, oh my God, that's fat. Yeah. So I'm like, oh. Yeah. So you're <laughs> getting your confidence from Mel- Marilyn and so was I for just a second. Um, I, did Mrs. Wall read that to you? It was on a video or it was Mrs. Wall. Yeah, Mrs. Wall was part Ms. of the talk. Mrs. Wall gave us, no, 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 no. She fed us a lot of propaganda. Marilyn Monroe was teeny. But I remember that rumor going around that she was a big girl and that was propaganda to make the big girls feel better. Legitimately. Because, but, but, but like, she did that too. And she also had one about a guy whose face got ripped off by like a tiger or something, and no one would give him a chance. And then his face healed and he turned out to be Mel Gibson or something like that. That's also propaganda. I never heard that. <laughs> <laughs> but she, she would give us not factual stories to make us feel better about ourselves. Like, she, I remember being like, we were shooting the shit after it, Jim, and I, I would get bright red because I can't breathe out of my nose. Like, I, it's, I struggle to breathe. So, like, I mean, every time I hit, I've been smoking weed for fucking a decade, and I still am coughing my dick off because I, I can't get a lot of air in my lungs because I've never been able to breathe. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I get really, really red when I'm working out because I struggle to breathe. <laughs> and yeah. I remember just, we were walking back to the gym, and she's just, I'm just like, I'm so embarrassed. I'm like, I wish I, like, I want to work out, but I get so fucking hot and sweaty and red. And she goes, that just means you have good circulation. Just keep it up. Mm. So, like, things like that. I think she, I think it was like not good that she was lying to us, but it was also good, you know what I mean? Huh. Well, like, you know what? It was before Google, so maybe she thought she was telling the truth. Yeah, I think it was like a forward, forward, re, re, forward, <laughs> forward. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for trying. Thanks for trying, Mrs. Wall. But it had the opposite effect. <laughs> everybody well, yeah. yelled about how fat it was. <laughs> but no, like, uh, but that's that's dumb of you to fucking do that though, because Marilyn Monroe is a sex symbol. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I thought, oh, I'm a sex symbol. For like no, two seconds. And then you're like, oh, nope, I'm not. But um, yeah, he said Marilyn. And I thank God, because if I would run into someone who's like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, wow, nice lips. New. Yeah. I would have been like, okay, that's done. And my lips are such a huge part of my identity. Mm-hmm. But there's like these certain points that are just like pivotal moments where it's like, okay, I'm, I'm t- changing my direction. I'm going a different way. about, yeah. And I'm going to I'm gonna like myself about this and stuff like that. So... <laughs> Obviously, as I got older, I got more comfortable in, A, I grew into my looks, I think, probably. Mm-hmm. And um, I just started to, like, not really give a fuck. And then Caitlin, 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 I can't, like, I can't thank her enough. She made me just feel like it didn't, like, A, anybody can be hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and B, it doesn't matter, really. because And that's always bothered me, too, because I'm like, I don't care if you're the hottest person alive. If you annoy me you're ugly like to you. me yeah yep. like you're you're disgusting same like i was always like i don't really like anybody because i can't stand anybody's personality right yeah and then alcohol got brought into the mix which was great <laughs> <laughs> alcohols are really good it helps you and then um and then i just caitlin helped me understand that like the person that i saw looking at me even though is a bigger girl is just i'm a, i'm fucking hot dude there's just no getting around it it just is what it is and there's not there's what's lame about it is the reason why I'm hot is because I have good genetics or whatever. Right, you are <laughs> hot for sure. Like my physical appearance, I do nothing really. Like I of course dress myself a certain way and have my hair a certain way and do my makeup and stuff, but like 
I look good in uh, a t-shirt and no makeup and messy hair. Like I am not responsible that I have a good canvas to work on. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, so the fact that people put so much weight in appearance is like the yeah. dumbest thing on the planet. Cause there's so many things you just cannot control. Yep. Like I hate it. So I've always kind of yeah. just been like, whatever. <laughs> and then I just got to the point where I'm like, I don't care what you think. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't care. And I think that's what confidence is, is just not caring and just being like, this is who I am. Take it or leave it. Like, if you don't like me, cool. I guess I can change myself, but what good is that going to be? Eventually I'm going to come out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that takes age to get there too, to figure that out. Yeah. I'm trying to get in there, but honestly, it's really hard. And then to rewrite your brain, <laughs> right. To like rewire it. And then going out dancing, alcohol again you start you start with your gay for your gay males the gay the male gays <laughs> the male the male gays <laughs> the gays the gay like your gay boys okay and um i would go out with my gays and we would drink and do cocaine and dance and get wild and uh the drag queens loved me <laughs> and um like just like being sassy and this and that and sharing tips and strippers love me too <laughs> like i like i'm just really good at making friends with people so i think that helps i think i gotta go party with you because part of the reason why i don't have any confidence and i don't dance is because i was dancing at like a freshman thing yeah and and it's like i nope. was like i was like i was feeling myself and i was dancing and then all my guy friends straight guy friends that's part of the problem yeah was that they were just like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm dancing. And they're we're like, to dance, well, dumb shit. Well, it doesn't look good. And I was like, okay. I, honestly, and left. And I've never been back. Honestly, at that point, if someone, because like, I remember those dances, I would have like made a fool out of myself. And then I would have left. And then I'd be like, I'm not going to dance for six months at least. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's going to have to drag me out. But it started with my, uh, the gaze. And then there's two pivotal moments where I knew that it didn't matter anymore. I knew that I was back. I'm like, I'm back, baby. I don't know if I, you know, I don't know if I was ever there, but it's so like excited to hear. So um, one of them was I was bartending, so I had a few drinks while I was shut down. And Micaiah and Kevin and Ricky and Kevin's girlfriend and there was like an 80s dance party at Area 51. Mm-hmm. And they're like, and I'm like, and I was like, I just like, I want to dance. I was wearing my Buka button up shirt. I was wearing jeans and I was wearing moccasins. <laughs> and we went and we danced together. None of us cared. We were all so accepting. We were all just like, and, and Hannah was there too, Devin too. Like we, it was just a group of us and we were all like touching each other and like, just really into it and like just like jamming out like it looked like the fucking john hughes movie (laughs) that's what it felt like to me and i remember that moment and being like i don't care what anyone thinks wow (laughs) i'm having such a good time right now i don't fucking care yeah and it was so powerful and this was like the first year that i was up in salt lake and i was still kind of in love with micaiah and like (laughs) (laughs) but like i just was like i didn't need to worry i knew that no one was judging me and if they did i didn't give a fuck yeah and then another time, this is Zaid, uh, I was working on Main Street in Park City, and um, we had just had a wild night, and we were all cleaning up, and we like were all- Like busy night, wild night? Yeah, yeah, like we got our, we got our freaking asses ripped open, mm-hmm. but like, like, like we got like fucked up, but the best part about getting your fuck, fucked up is that shutting down. Um, as long as you could do it right, like as long as you're pumping music and everyone's just like laughing and fucking around and stuff, 
that's what you want and that's what was happening <laughs> and mm-hmm. passion fruit by drake was on um the chef was like bumping it in the kitchen mm-hmm. and um i was walking to like do something because i was in the bar and zaid and i like crossed paths and then it was like we just like locked eyes and just started dancing mm-hmm. and it was just me and him even though we were surrounded by the whole rest everyone we worked with in the restaurant where we were surrounded by like 20 people and everyone stopped and watched us <laughs> just like dance with each other and then like they were like clapping and they're like yeah and I was just oh like my God. I was like it felt good not to worry about how my body looked in that moment yeah I was just out there having a good time yeah and it occurs to me that I've wasted so much good times yeah. on worrying about is my ass showing is are my fat rolls showing through my shirt like da 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 and then I also had have that experience too where it's like <laughs> clothes don't really hide you that much no so like if a guy's taking you home yeah they know what they're getting into look like yes they know what they're getting into so that's that's been great and then i also had a realization in my world that on any timeline every single person i know i'd fuck them there's a situation on some timeline one timeline or another where we'd fuck (laughs) you know what i mean that's just the basic human thing that's like well and like my friends, yeah. I only have friends that I'm like attracted to on all the levels. And usually my attraction starts from the inside and comes out. Yeah. Like, you know what yep. I mean? You're you're a rad person inside and then you're like, "God damn, you are hot." <laughs> yeah, so it's just like and then at this point I'm just running the show. When people are like, "Damn girl, you look good." I'm like, "You're right." I, and like when people, someone goes, "You look good today." I'm like, "I look good every day, but thank you." Like yes. I'm changing the narrative. I've sat in meetings with my bosses where I'm like, "It's interesting sitting at a table where you know everyone's had like a, a sex dream about you." <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "What?" And I'm like, "I know I'm hot." And girl. then like they they all laugh and they're like, "Yeah, okay." Plus I'm filthy. Your confidence is obscene. That's the thing that's obscene about you is your confidence because I've had people literally tell me, well, not tell me, but like tell. See how your confidence me, is waning right now? Yes. That Stop they, it. they listen, told you, okay. I'm telling you the experience <laughs> in the past that people have said, like, that they've had sex dreams about me on the mission. Like, these were missionaries telling mm-hmm. people this. And I was just like, embarrassed. It's not real. I was like, you're having sex dreams about me because you're stressed. Like I'm a dream psychologist or whatever bullshit I was saying. Yeah. And like, um, you're having these dreams because you need a stress relief. And that is the one way your brain is telling you that. Um, anyway, I just like, I just yeah. like knocked everybody off their pegs and be like, no, you're not really meaning that you're having sex dreams about me. No, I did that all the time too, where someone can stare at be like, I am attracted to you. And I'm like, no, you're not. Yeah. It's just, you <laughs> you're just not, so. yeah. I'm just the only person around. That's yep. all. Yeah. That's all you want. Fuck. Yeah. But now I'm like, hell yeah, you are having sex dreams about me and you're still having sex dreams about me. And that's why you've blocked me on social media is because you can't see me with my tits out anymore. <laughs> also, that's another thing that's been super fun is um, this evolution that I've had where people are just like, like all the Mormons, like I have so many Mormons follow me. And <laughs> like I said, like we said, my nipples have been out on accident. Like, like my morning after stories <laughs> where I'm like not not dressed because I was too drunk Listen, when I got in my bed. <laughs> everybody go subscribe to Bobby's morning after stories because they're great. <laughs> Maybe that should be a segment morning after. I need to be sexually active again, I guess. And that's going to be on our OnlyFans. So just, <laughs> just wait. Um, let's, let's wrap this up with uh, the stories on like how to fight it. 
I'm gonna uh I'm gonna tell you that I've been really I've been really bold since we've announced this podcast because mm-hmm. everyone's supportive. Thank you, everyone. Yes, thank you, everyone, for being supportive, uh, except for those f- few that have not been. But I like seriously have not been this bold to say, like, if you don't like me, just tough, just leave. Like, yeah, see I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm no longer putting on a facade for your comfort. These are my these are my quote labels that you can you associate with me with being bisexual with being uh, biracial. I'm Mexican. I'm fat. If you don't like that, and if you don't like me saying that I'm fat, I am fat, and I'm not a like that's not negative for don't me. Don't you anymore. hate that too when someone goes, uh, "You're not fat. You're not fat," and I'm like, "Yeah, I am. I'm just describing." Like, how would you describe like if you well like a lineup of girl blonde hair blue eyed girls? Yeah. How would you describe me? The fat one. The fat one. These are my <laughs> adjectives. And then you don't know this because like, oh, and also like I'm, I am telling people that I'm neurodivergent because ADHD is a neurodivergence. Uh, I also wanted to be upfront and say I'm vaccinated and I don't give a fuck about your unvaccinated okay. opinion. Vaccinated I'm still going to love fuck. you. But if you're going to have a problem with me being vaccinated and trusting science, then maybe this is not the friendship for you. Yeah, I've kind of had been having those stories lately too, where it's like, if you're only here to argue with me, I don't want it. Like, we need to build each other up too. Yeah, and that's yeah. really what I think this episode's about <laughs> is how you approach people and how like you got to let people live, sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. But like, this shit's still going on. So here's the pool story. It was yeah. my bir- it was my birthday two weeks ago, right, or like a week ago, and I went to Mesquite, and um, I was I I run this show. I run the show, okay? That's just what I do. You put a little booze in me, and I'm really running the show, okay? Yeah, everybody watch out. (laughs) So we had our own cabana, but, like, people were obsessed with me. Like, Caitlin was like, Casablanca needs to pay you to come on a Thursday just to get the party going. (laughs) Yeah. Because, like... I was drunk. I was so badly burned. I was wearing, a, I was wearing like a one piece. I looked cute. Mm-hmm. Um, I was drinking. We were having a good time. I fell asleep for a long ass time. Like I took a Xanax and like a weed drink and I was out, <laughs> but like, I was like bump into people. I'm like, just push me. And they'd push me. But like at one point my friend, um, there was like a, a big group of old guys and one of them was wearing bright orange shorts. And I go, I love your shorts. I can see my future in your crotch. And they were all oh like, my God, <laughs> like, they're all dying. And then there's a group of young golf guys, like our age. And then there's like a couple families and stuff. But like, I went over, uh, Caitlin came over to like fetch me. Cause I was like floating away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> someone goes, a stranger goes, Oh, we wanted to bring her back over. <laughs> like everyone was like, in love with me okay everyone okay so so fun no it is fun it's like so much fun like we're here we're having it's my birthday like we're at the pool like covid's finally coming to an end like let's fucking party Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) y'all and that's usually the attitude i bring to most situations when i'm especially when i'm drinking um but i'm just chilling with the girls and by the way, at one point I was so oily, I kept falling off my raft and everyone, <laughs> everyone in the pool was dying and <laughs> you just could not get back up. Well, no, like I kept, I kept like trying to, like, I would like jump from the side and try to land on it. It would just like slip right out. <laughs> and my friends kept trying to help me and I kept going, stop it. I want to do it. Yeah. Like, Cause that's obstinate Bobby. Like, yeah, that's coming out, like don't Kayla, fucking help me. My buddy Kayla goes, you're so fucking stubborn. I'm like, yeah, that's why you're in love with me. She's like, it is. <laughs> <laughs> but uh um everyone's just like we're all just having a good time right 
so this girl walks over and she goes um hey those boys over there you should sleep with my friend it would be really funny (laughs) and i go how how would that be funny and she goes well, it would just be, it would just be funny that like, you know, and I'm like, no, like explain it to me. I'm, I'm dumb. I'm, I'm blonde and I'm drunk. How, how would, how would it be funny? I mean, you just I ju- saying that <laughs> makes me like, people wish that they could get in this situation so that they could practice the scenario, but you just fucking did it. That's well, I joke. Like, so crazy. I Joe Pesci'd her. Um, everyone yeah. I tell this story to is like, you Joe Pesci'd her. And I'm like, yes, I did. I told Makai yesterday. He's like, fucking Joe Pesci. Go right up yep. in here. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, that's me. I'm your girl. Um, but I was like, no, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. How's it funny? Mm-hmm. And she goes, well, just because, and I'm like, is it cause I'm fat? And she goes, ah, and I'm like, okay, let me point out your clearly obvious flaw. You have really bad skin. You should talk up with one of my friends. It'd be so funny. And she like was like, oh, and I'm like, how did that feel? <laughs> and, yeah. she, and she goes, and I'm like, you're a very beautiful girl. And I'm like, and I'm down to fuck. It's my birthday. I'm horny as hell. I'm yeah. like, and they're all pretty cute. Why are we here? I'm showing off so someone yeah. can take me home. Yeah. And I'm like, why are you as a female coming over to another female who this whole is taking this whole entire pool by storm? Yeah. To tell me that it'd be funny if I hooked up with your friend. It'd be good for him if I hooked up with him. Yeah. And uh, and I go, wait, hold on one second. And I go, hey, girls, because I had four of my friends there. Mm-hmm. Three were lesbians. One was Caitlin. So an intimidating group of girls. <laughs> and I go, hey, girls, come here. She wants to tell us something funny. And I go, here, tell them. Maybe they, they can understand. And she was like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, tell them. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, she thinks it would be funny if I hooked up with their friend. And everyone was like, why would that be funny? Like, everyone knew it was, this, what mm-hmm, was happening. Mm-hmm. And they go, why would that be funny? Why would that be funny? <laughs> and she was like, she like ran off. And we kept, we were screaming over. We're like, why would that be funny? And then they sent us and we were just going, boo. We're like, fuck <laughs> you. Shame, shame. Fuck you. People boo. need to literally stop shitting on people. Well, and I like, mean, you're shaming me. I'm going to shame you, you fucker. Yes. Guess what? Let's even the score. I'm tired of hearing Christians, hearing about Christians views. I'll tell you about mine then. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm tired. I've had it. I've had it with this hatred towards each other. You've had it. It's 2021. You're coming out with fists, man. Yeah, fisticuffs. So anyways, they uh, were just like, boo. Like, we were just like, boo, you know. And they were embarrassed. And then they sent us over around. And I cheers them. And then I dumped the shot in the pool. And I flipped them off. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then I just went about my business. But, like, everyone was, like, good. Like, everyone was, like, uh-uh. And then, like, they were embarrassed. They're, like, sorry, 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 sorry. And I'm, like, no, leave me alone. I'm, like, get away from me. Just, like, leave me alone. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to grace you with my forgiveness. You fucked up. Well, I'm like, and you're not, I'm not going to let you affect me today. Yeah, yeah. I'm 33 fucking years old. You leave me the hell alone. Yes. <laughs> we beat Jesus. <laughs> so after that, there's like a waterfall. I went over and started being like all sexy under the waterfall. And like, people were like clapping and be like, Whoa! like everyone was <laughs> loving me. Okay. So we left. We had a good time, whatever. We went into the casino, had way more fun. We were fucking with the fucking valets the whole time. Like, <laughs> The next morning, I got, <laughs> we went down, and we were waiting for the car, and in walks these guys. And I go, did you have a fun day golfing, boys? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, it's my birthday. It's, I'm 50. And they're like, is it really your birthday? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, all right, well, happy birthday. And I was like, okay, see ya. And Kay- <laughs> Kayla and Caitlin were like, those were the guys from last night. I didn't realize. Oh, but like, yeah. the fact that I was able to mind fuck them like that, like the way they stopped, and they're like, hey, Yeah. Well, ha- yeah. And then they were like happy that I was cool with them. Yeah. But I'm also happy that that's how it ended because it's like, yeah. look, you guys dogged me yesterday and we dogged yeah. you right back, but we're good yeah. now. Just don't yeah. ever do that shit again. Just stop. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? 
so like I think it was a good experience for everybody <laughs> and it's a good story I love telling that story where because I was like sitting in my pool in my raft I was like how how's it funny no explain it to me how <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah honestly like there's like so many things that like this is how we fight like sexual harassment in the workplace is just mm-hmm. like tell me how that's funny or what yeah. do you mean like yeah, what do you mean make them explain what yeah. they're saying explain so that they me, can yeah. s- hear how shitty it is well, I also have gone ahead and started to objectify everyone in the restaurant industry. I objectify everything and everyone, um, <laughs> which I need to tell that back probably. But um, I also have, um, I've had friends and you tell me if you've had friends like this before. You haven't always been the fat girl though. You've been the curvy girl, but I guess, I guess in our town you have whatever, but have you had friends who um, are friends with you just because you're fat? They like to stand next to you. I don't know if I can tell if that has ever happened to me because um, I think I have pretty good discernment of like if people are actually genuinely interested in having a friendship with me. I the worst experience I had with this happened like two years ago. Um, Okay, tell me. It ended during the pandemic because of a lot of reasons, but it took sitting in the pandemic to realize that like this person was very negative. She's 40 and she's skinny and wait a minute was this supposed to be a guest on our show nope okay no she no she's not coming on the show um (laughs) she if i'm I'm just gonna be straight up blunt the only her only good physical quality is that she's skinny okay Mm. Mm. um she's got hips she doesn't have tits she's completely flat chested she's not particularly attractive um you know like she's got like red hair weird teeth like all the so you're got, just saying like objectively like like thing like if she, if she got picked on there was a million physical things for her to get picked on for me it was just my weight so but in, in some way in her head the way that she, i think she processed her grief and her trauma was well at least i'm not fat so so many people think that like yeah. so many think people even think i that do the worst thing that the person could be is fat right and even i do that sometimes where i'm like at least i'm not that big and then I almost immediately get that big yeah. <laughs> as karma. But um, she treated the fact that I was overweight as like a, a disability almost. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And she was always so astonished that she found me so attractive. She's a lesbian. And <laughs> she's just like, like, I just didn't realize. Like, oh, my goodness. Like, da 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 And then she would just say dick things to me. Like, I lived with her mother-in-law. And we were going to do, because I've been wanting to do a podcast, so we were going to do a podcast because she's uh, a yoga instructor and she's, like, obsessed mm-hmm. with, like, whatever, health and being skinny. Mm-hmm. And she was mm-hmm. always harping mm-hmm. on my weight. So we were going to do a podcast where it was my weight loss journey. <laughs> and then she was, like, she made such a big deal out of how she was fi- so happy to finally be helping me. And then her mother-in-law was like, you're going to finally help her. Oh, I'm getting it's like, inflamed. I'm yeah. getting so, oh, Well, the thing, that, the thing like, is. The weird, the weird thing is, like, I've told this story to a couple people, and people get way more worked up than I've ever been about it. And, like, I was talking to Zaid about it, and he's like, that's not a friend, Bobby. No. He's like, that is someone who is just judging you, and that you're, like, an ornament to make themselves feel better. Yeah. And then it didn't end up working for her because I got it going on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But she tried it every every turn to make me feel bad about myself oh my she told God. me she told me once because i had i was wearing the jumpsuit and the jumpsuit was i know i looked banging because my male bosses didn't dare look directly at me yeah yeah <laughs> you know that's how i knew i looked good but she goes i love how you just don't even you know you don't care you're just not even wearing spanks and you're cool with it like things like that 
for. She's like, I love your no. confidence how you're not wearing Spanx. So many digs, you know, like veiled digs at people. Yeah. Well, that no. day, because I went over and showed her because it was an event. So I went and showed her the, the what I got. And then I pulled up to my house and her mother-in-law was outside. And she's like, you're not wearing that to work, are you? And I'm like, not today, but on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? And then um, she told me that uh, my this friend of mine, quote unquote friend, told me that I looked like a drag queen. And that I took that seems... I, I took that as a compliment because yeah, I'm like absolutely because I would love that, but like it seems like intentionally, yeah, like she was trying to bring me down because of my yeah. weight, and yeah. she just she really couldn't. But like, she kind of got under my skin there. But mm -hmm. I just don't I don't really understand. And maybe I would like maybe it'd be good to have her on. She would never be open and honest about it though. No. Um. But like someone sorry who... we can't have guests that aren't self aware. <laughs> yeah. So like maybe someone who has felt this way before and they're over it would be a fun guest because I really want to know what a non fat person thinks about fat people, fat people. You know because I know what I felt about myself and I know what I think people are thinking, but I've never been skinny so I don't really know. Yeah. You know. And I also just like don't give a shit. I'm one of those friends that you could lose 100 pounds and I wouldn't even notice. <laughs> you know I would I definitely mean? notice. I, I guess 100 pounds, but like 30, I'd be like, you know, you look good. You always look good to me. Like people always yeah. look good to me. Yeah, I don't yeah, see, yeah. I don't see your body. I don't give a fuck. Well, I've had so many friends lose weight and mm -hmm. um, I try really hard not to make it about the weight. You know, like right, right. if somebody is trying really hard, I acknowledge see their accomplishment, the strength that they have, because it is not easy to lose any amount of no, weight. No, I'm I'll probably so never like, lose weight. <laughs> I'm always compliment complimenting somebody's strength, their dedication to their goals, the way that I can tell that they're very proud of themselves. That's all and I'm their, going to or their transformation. Even. Yeah. No, not I, I'm just I'm not going to ever say you look great. I'm going to say I can tell that you're very proud of yourself, and mm -hmm. I that makes me happy. Yeah. Because like, like wait, yeah, you know. Or yeah, honestly, just telling someone you're proud of them. That's yeah. it. That's all you need yeah. to say. Like. And people need to hear that too. Like, yeah. I'm proud of you. Even like saying, I'm proud of you for just like not letting the world get you down. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think about how my life could have been different. Certain things happened in my life to make me this way. Yeah. I could be, you know, my, um, my 600 pound life right now, I could be mm -hmm. a total victim. I could be mm -hmm. totally self hate. I mean, I, I do hate myself. There's a lot of self hate in here. But there's yeah. a lot of self-love and it grows every day. Yep, yep. <laughs> and it's it really is just all about practice, 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 fake it yeah. till you make rewriting, it. Rewriting, rewriting, yep. rewriting. That programming. And then having people in your life who see you. Yeah. Not your body. Yep. I mean, but like also have people in your life that say, damn girl, damn. Like you look good. You look good. I love that color. I love that X XYZ on you. Like yeah, I like this. Well, and like my friends and I always say, I miss your face. And I genuinely, I mean that. I say that too. Like, I miss, I miss seeing your faces. face. Yeah. Yes. Like, and like every time I see my friends, like, I know I want to get to a point where we're not commenting on each other's appearance. But since that's such a, that's what was such a heavy duty thing back in the day, but it was for a negative, I try to be like, damn girl, you look good. Because I just, I want, I want to, I just want to, I want them all to cancel each other out. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like, I'm just, because I've had all those times where it's just like, even my grandpa being like, he, my grandpa will give me more money if I, if I if yeah. appeared to lose weight. Yeah. One time he said to me, the last time he commented on my weight, <laughs> this was like three years ago. 
he goes and i looked good be- or it was like probably four years ago because i was working at buka and we did stairs and i was doing tray service so i was like the strongest i've ever been and like the fittest i've ever been mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and he goes you look like you've lost some weight and i'm like well i have a cocaine problem <laughs> wow <laughs> and i just walked away <laughs> My grandma always compliments my weight loss when I have found better fitting clothes. Oh, that's another thing too. Yeah, it's all about the it's all about finding clothes that it's fit. It's the fit, yes. But it's also confidence too, you know. Yep. Um, have you seen that episode of Mad Men yet? Where um, no. Okay, well, I'm just gonna give the synopsis. They're doing <laughs> they're doing a, a radio spot, and there's three girls, and it goes down to two, and one's a beautiful skinny girl, and one's like a bigger girl, but she's like she's like filling herself she don't give no shits Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) and peggy is like it's clearly like she's like it's clearly a skinny girl and the guy sitting next to her is like no it's not he's like use your ears not your eyes yeah he's like it's it's her and she's like nope and so and then she's just like all right like and then like she ends up finding out that like it's like a really pivotal Mm. moment because it's like this girl seems to have it all peggy thinks yeah. she has it all but she yeah. does she's insecure too you know we yeah. all got our shit we just all yeah. got our shit that's it i'll, anyway. I'll keep my eyes out for that uh scene <laughs> here you guys i i don't i know that you don't watch this as us but um no, i just sure shit don't <laughs> i do <laughs> i got does. i got spencer was not gonna watch it but i definitely got him to watch it especially during the pandemic because like what, what are you gonna, gonna do, do? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so we've we've watched it and um the next season is this the final season and there's a a story about the girl her name's kate and a lot of her story at first focused on her weight and And she's like she's the big girl right yeah she's the bigger girl and she um i i don't know if this is true but people keep saying that it was in her contract that she was supposed to lose weight for the show but listen a pandemic fucking happened Right. Right. In real fucking life. Right. So um, somebody was talking on like a Reddit thread that, yes, I'm in the This Is Us Reddit thread. But they were like (laughs) saying like, uh, like they were just harping on her. Like there's no fucking way that she could lose all this weight for the final season. And I was like, can we stop making it about her weight? Like, and let's just apply this to everyone. To everyone across the board. Right. Right. She's well, no, a better... just in general, man. Just in general, yeah. like yeah, we're people, people are objects. They're people more than, are more than their appearance. Yeah, people are better characters than their weight. Mm-hmm. And I said, let's just stop, start, stop harping on her. And then I said, I would say that weight is not the issue, but for me, being valued as a human is the biggest issue. People aren't seeing Kate's story progress uh-huh. because they aren't seeing Kate's weight change, and that is the real issue I'm pointing out. Her story is so complex and important and people only care about how she looks. Well, exactly. And it's like, and the thing with Lizzo, like Lizzo, 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 look, I'm not, I'm not applauding Lizzo because she's a big girl. That's not why I'm applauding her. I'm applauding Lizzo because she loves herself. Yes. That's it. And guess what? She was the first bigger person that was like, fuck you. I'm hot. And I was like, oh my God, I could say that to people. Right, right. How how do I start saying that to people? <laughs> right. And like Lizzo, um 
uh, people are like we need fat fat acceptance isn't, isn't good if and i'm like i don't think we should be like your you know fat is healthy because it's it's usually not let's be real but it's like it's also every time we go to the doctor they tell us to lose weight every time you know like people my sister had a 15 pound cyst grow and that doesn't happen overnight it took seven years for it to grow and the doctor would never do anything because they're like never you need to lose weight you lose weight. You lose weight. I um, have been a little triggered by this conversation lately because I'm realizing that my first gynecologist was very fat phobic. She would hardly touch me. Mm-hmm. And I've been I've been getting very upset about it. I'm trying not to right now because I'm trying to focus on the content of what it's I'm okay. trying to it's say. Okay. It's okay if you get upset. It's fine. It's part of life. You know, we- if, if this woman would have valued me as a person mm-hmm. and helped me actually diagnose whether or not that I had PCOS seven years ago, mm-hmm. I could have been healthy. Right. Like right. it's about the health. If you're so fucking focused with your veiled comments that you say, I'm not judging you for your weight. I'm focused on your health. That's just fat phobia with a veil. You know, right. you're not actually fucking worried about me. If you were for worried about me, you would have helped me with a diagnosis or a definitely not diagnosis. But instead, this woman just said, you're lose not, weight. you just need to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're not, you're just lazy. Right. You're not, you just eat out too much. And listen, yeah, I'm not going to My say whole that I adult got, life, yeah. I have not eaten out too much. I have only eaten out with people that are eating out with me. And I have exercised the fuck out of myself and still never ever been able to get under 175, which is the lowest weight I can ever be obese. and it's still yeah. obese. Yeah, it's still, still categories obese. obese. So, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. Not, I'm not sorry. I'm not. You look great. <laughs> Okay, then what I'm actually saying is fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. Like take <laughs> fuck care of you me, for me. judging me because I I have tried well, to be know, your your brand of beautiful. You know what I hate is when someone looks at someone and sees that they're struggling with something and they just think, "Oh, they're not trying." It's like they're going through something. They're going through something. Like yeah. why the reason why I'm don't focus on my body is because if I don't constantly focus on my mental health, I will kill yes. myself. Yes. Period. That is the second thing is like I yelled on Facebook. I know you're not seeing these rants because you're not on there, but like, <laughs> Thank God. you know, part of the reason why I am fat is mental because yeah. I'm surviving. Right. I've been in survival mode for 30 years. Yep. I haven't like, killed myself. And I also, and how about we focus on that? Right. And also I was malnutrition to the point that I was like, I thought I was anorexic. I was malnutrition as a child. Yes. I have, I have food fucking issues. Yes. And you know, what's crazy too, is you say you like don't eat out and you exercise. I eat out every single day and I never exercise. Oh no. Currently I don't give a fuck. <laughs> right. But, but I what- have been to the point where I have been still classified as obese and I have not. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right, right. But like, um, when I go to the doctor, when they like run like blood tests and stuff, they're like, well, aside from the, what you're here for, you're like way healthy. They're always yeah. surprised at my health. Cause so it's like, I'm, you know, like there's, I don't have, I don't have high blood pressure. I don't have diabetes as far as I know. I've been to like two of the, like, but they did the blood tests when I tried to kill myself. So three years mm-hmm. ago, I didn't have mm-hmm. diabetes or high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. I go in and out of anemia sometimes. That's it. <laughs> like, yeah. and I have just like stomach issues, but I think that's, you know, that's genetic and just being malnutritioned as a kid. Um, so what, I mean, what, I'm, I'm not healthy by any means for Christ's sake. I couldn't run a mile, but yeah, <laughs> like, 
what is it? You know what I mean? And like, I don't know how to turn on that switch in my brain where I care about myself because I'm surviving. Like you said, I'm in survival mode. Yeah. Yes. I don't, I don't know how to get out of it. And I honestly, there's part well, of me, t- there's part of me too that wants a guy to love me for me and not for yep. my body. Yep. Because I did, I did, uh, when I was in Maryland, I did two a days because I was bored <laughs> and like yeah. I could, I could drop the kid off at daycare at the gym. It was a really nice gym when I was a nanny. And, uh, so I'd do there two hours during my work day. And then right when my bosses got home, I'd go work out for two hours more. Yeah. And I lost a shit ton of weight and I didn't like the attention I was getting suddenly. Yep. Yep. It's like, what, what was wrong with me before? And I yep. understand that you eat with your eyes first. I get that. Yeah. But it's also, we're like, in the, there, we, we know food. Yeah. There also has to be more to this life than something that's going to fade. Yep. You know what I mean? There's just, there's just gotta be, there's mm-hmm. gotta be more to life. And like, the older I get to, the more I realize that it's there's everyone's learning that there's more important things in life. It's how you treat people. Bodies <laughs> change. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And personalities rarely do. Yeah. And like, I love to see an evolution. Like I love to see it. And I love to see people understanding things. Like I, I just think people, some people don't get it. Like I'm going to bring up Joe Rogan. He's always like losing weight. It's not hard. And it's like, fuck anybody who says that because they don't know. Well, I just think he's just like, Joe Rogan's addicted to working out. (laughs) You know, just like I'm probably addicted to like chocolate and sugar and shit. Like we have different, we went different ways, but like his addiction happens to be healthy. You want to know how rare that is? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? And it's like, and he's totally like, he doesn't understand that there's different, people are built differently. And I know there's an eating disorder. You know, there's bulimia, anorexia. There's body um, dysmorphia. There's omni. Fuck. Here I am pretending I know what I'm talking about. Eating disorder. My brother. Omni- I mean, my brother has body dysmorphia. My brother Zach. I feel my one. A couple of my cousins do too. Like my cousin Heather is always freaking out because she thinks she's fat, and I'm like, "You have an eight pack. What do you mean?" Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad I'm not that person. Like <laughs> It's called orthorexia. What's that? It is that you're addicted to healthy eating and you cannot break your rules of your diet. You're, you're so fixated on healthy eating that you actually have an eating disorder mm-hmm. about it. Well, I mean, because it's like, a disorder. Like Mormons say everything in moderation. Like the fact that Joe Rogan works out for like six hours a day. Who has yeah. fucking time for that? Yeah. You know, comics who make millions People, of dollars doing podcasts, I guess. So maybe one day. I always said healthy. that too. I always said that too. Like, I'm going to get healthy when I have like a chef or like I'm dating a healthy guy and I'm cooking for him. Like, I don't take care of myself. I'm not a priority to myself, unfortunately. It's something I'm working on. I don't know how I to feel get through like, it. And also feel like, what the fuck does it matter? Exactly. Like, why get get your fucking, if I want to take a guy home, oh, me not. It's, it's not, not your, your business. business. <laughs> Just, yes. But seriously, like, you don't know what's going on in people's lives. Like, I just found out that I have arth- arthritis in my spine from an accident oh, that was not my sucks. fault. Okay, so, like, people, I have tried to exercise my way th- through this weight. Mm-hmm. I also have potentially an undiagnosed disorder that's preventing me because nobody will take my fat body seriously right. enough to care for me. Right. And, like, you don't know what's going on. 
What I'm just like? seriously just trying to survive and not kill myself. <laughs> right, exactly. So just like, ju- don't judge. And when you go to the doctor, like, first of all, going to the doctor is so expensive. And just have them tell you, just lose some weight. It's like, yep. I need help losing yeah. weight. I need help. Yeah. I'm here because <laughs> I need help. I, you know, if, if I could do this by myself, I wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. But and my freaking doctor offered me diet pills. I don't want that either. No. Like, if I'm going to lose weight, I want to do it right. Yes. And I want to change my life. And I don't want to have to worry about, I don't want to look at, I want to, I want to have it be how I feel. I don't really feel that bad though. Like my knees are starting to hurt a lot, but I think it's just because I've been fucking, it's a pandemic and I've been moving as much. You know what I mean? Yeah. I am really discouraged about weight right now because every time I exercise, literally, I'm going to tell you, I have gone for walks Mm -hmm. and my hip has gone out because of this this spine injury that i have so so what am i supposed to do am i supposed to try to exercise but then not take care of my kid like i have to choose one i have to take care of my kid and my family or exercise and be like whatever shape you want me to be in and then like so i'm doing that but then like i definitely need a breast reduction because it's part of my back problem. Right. But I'm not going to be able to get a breast reduction unless I am within a certain BMI, which is a mm-hmm. classist racist piece of shit. Uh, so I have to qualify for a breast reduction. Do you think I'm going to be able to qualify for a breast reduction with undiagnosed issues or right. the diagnosed issues that I have where I literally can't exercise? Yeah. It's like a vicious fucking cycle. And it's like, I've had two no surgeries. I I want to breathe. I can't yeah. breathe. And these all just sound like excuses, but it's like you go, yo, dude, like I'm not, I'm not a lazy bastard. Like I've started no. three, I've started three businesses and a podcast during this fucking yes. pandemic. We're fucking hustling here. Yeah. We're hustling. Like I, you know, I'm active. I'm helping people. Like I'm not, and I don't exercise for Christ's sake, but like, I'm not just, you know, like whatever, especially like waiting tables and stuff. Like, I run my ass off and I don't care without an issue. Yeah. I'm just a big girl, but like, there's also, again, there's emotional things on that too. I like to be big. What makes people leave me the fuck alone? Not anymore, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but like, this is a complicated topic. It really is. It's really so multi-layered, so webbed. Mm Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know. Uh, Certainly you don't help someone's confidence by dragging them down. Yeah, can we just start this? You, this is a new world coming mm-hmm. out of a pandemic. We've all survived it. Can we start treating each other better? And can we start letting people be who they are? Let's just right. start with the basics. And if you want me to lose weight so bad, why don't you be a cheerleader instead of a fucking critic? Yeah. Because I'm going to just say from experience as a fat girl, uh, when people talk shit about who I am, I self-soothe with food. It's a thing. Like, I'll have, like, a Coke and some chips. <laughs> like, yeah. a Pepsi and some chips. Not Coke. Never Coke. But, uh, you know, like, it, it, I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm not my own problem. I am my own problem. The things that I do, my lifestyle is the problem. But it's also, like, there's just, so, yeah, you're right. So many factors. And if It's we can not just... easy to lose it. You know what I mean? Like, Joe Rogan is wrong. It's not easy to fix. I've been through thousands of dollars of therapy in the last oh. year and a half. To fix the issues that, you know, have me self-soothing with food. And no, who has that? People don't well, have that. Well, right. And there's people, there's people who their parents were giving them strawberries instead of 
a Milky Way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. My mom would take us and we'd get a huge Pepsi and we'd drive around because it was a cheap activity. And we'd yeah. all just drink that Pepsi together. Yeah. And so like when I, and that was like a good, she was mellow. We were mellow. The sun was shining. We were listening to music. Like when I'm cruising, I want a Pepsi. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's habitual. It's the patterns. <laughs> and it's, you really have to like dive into it. And right now I'm focused so much on breaking my mental health very horrible mental health gonna kill yourself patterns yeah i don't really give a fuck what i look like you know what i mean like go yep. fuck yourself yeah <laughs> yeah mind your business yeah just mind your fucking business if you build, see somebody be fat, up. you know compliment their outfit <laughs> well or something you know i'm sure yeah. you know also if you're fat you got to bring a personality or else you got nothing <laughs> You know, like you can't just, you can't just be a, like a, a lame fat person. Fat people are usually fun. Like look at Chris Farley. He was great. Um, but, yeah, but they're complicated. I also and think probably the confidence and like the personality has a lot to do with if they're going to get therapy or not, or have a friend that's going to be like, you're hot. Right. And also just from a, you, from a person who's going to comment on someone's body, it feels a lot better to pay someone a compliment than tell them something nasty. So keep that in mind. Yeah. And how about you talk about something other than their body? Because yeah. there's that's the rule. If they can't change it within the next five seconds, don't talk about it. Right. And like one time my sister's kid, uh, she was three. Her name's Hazel. Hey, Hazel. What's up, baby girl? Hey, Hazel. She's eight now. But um, she was like, Mom, there's no pictures of me with the family here. And so I was like, okay, I'll be over later. Let's just take family pictures. And my sister goes... But I'm so fat, Bobby. And I'm like, okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. We'll work on that. But today yeah. we're taking family pictures because Hazel feels left out in her own family. Yep. Because you're too uncomfortable because you're fat. Yep. But you're also not doing anything about it. And you're her mom and she loves you. So let's go take some fucking pictures. Yeah. <laughs> and I she's had to give like, okay. <laughs> the same pep talk to Spencer because like we would, I would, I would schedule photo shoots in secret because he would be like, no, let's put it off. I want to get healthier. And I'm like, we're going to miss our whole lives. Mm -hmm. we're gonna not have any pictures of us because you're not confident like so well, fucking and like, what and like we just said the same thing today like we have to schedule a photo shoot because we want halo to know that we're like a family and we want right. to have family pictures it well, doesn't matter for fat my mom has a huge box full of uh pictures of us growing up in her basement and she's probably in like 20 pictures because A, she was the mom taking the pictures, but she did not want to be on the camera because she had had babies and she gained weight. And, like, I remember her, like, grabbing me and pulling her in front of her body to hide her body as we took pictures. I remember that feeling of her. Mm -hmm. She's done it to me a million times where she's like, here, step in front of me. Yep. And it's just like, why be nervous about this? Yeah. <laughs> well, we were up in the hills today and Spence, I said, because I'm trying to be present in my kid's life, too. And I also want the picture to prove it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, hey, take a picture of me with Halo. And, like, just take a bunch of pictures bunch, and I'll pick yeah. over or whatever. And then, like, I got in the car and I was like, oh. like, all I could see was, like, my neck. Yeah. And I, I was just like, I'm so fat. And Halo was like, it's okay, Mom. Yeah. Did you say that out loud? I did. And I... Don't do I, that. I, you I caught myself. I know. I know. I <laughs> caught myself. But I also heard the, like, love in Halo's voice just like, being like, no. it's okay, Mom. That's, That's all she said. It's I don't okay. know. I don't even know if she knows what she said, but she said, it's okay, mom. And I yeah. was like, you're fucking right. Like what I wanted was the proof that we're together and I yeah. got it. And yeah. that is what's important to her and to me. 
Well, and honestly, if you hate what you see so much, change it. But you know what? I don't think you're going to change it until you accept it. So I know what you mean. I critique myself. I've gotten a lot better. It's practice Mm -hmm. makes perfect. One day I hope to be healthier. I'm always trying to be healthier. Right now I'm focusing on my mental health. Yes. If that offends you, go fuck yourself. (laughs) Do we say these things or what? We do. We say these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Christ. Amen. Amen. Bloody good show, chap. Is This The Place podcast is written, recorded, and edited at Titan Tower Studios. Our theme song is by Bobby, and our cover art is by Jessica Sanchez. This is our story, as we see it. We believe it to be true as far as it is translated correctly. If you liked the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. We have dedicated a lot of our time and talents, and we really appreciate your support. Maybe this isn't the place, but you are definitely the people making this possible. Thank you.